welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Say Master is here, and you still have not taken off your shoes. Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast. It is episode number 73. Uh, we're recording on President's Day. I'm joined by my co-host, Antaku, and we also got Stokes in the building. Uh, how, how's everybody doing? I think I feel how dying feels. Great, great. So, that. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> so, I muted my... <laughs> Oh, we're starting off great. <laughs> so, <laughs> because of when we record, half the time, like, I'm on other sites. And you know when ads run, they just make noise. So I muted my volume, not paying attention, realizing that I wouldn't hear anything you guys just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I completely dismissed that intro. Completely dismissed it. <laughs> but... <laughs> Real quick, not not to get on a a, a tangent, because uh, I could talk about this forever. But uh, I know the anti <laughs> you just saw Black Panther. Um, without spoilers or going into any tangents, or too too long of a tangent. Uh, what, what first first impressions? I really liked it. Um, the the only knock I really have against it is monarchy is still the dumbest form of government. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, I'm gonna need more time to ruminate on it because like I I tend to think about like movies after I see them like a, a hell of a lot more than I probably should, and like my first impression of Man of Steel was like oh it's okay and then like a week later it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life because <laughs> I just kept replaying the whole damn thing over and over in my head but like what I, from what i saw like i really liked it uh i, re- I really like King, uh killmonger uh yeah I, th- I, th- that, I think that's consensus i feel like killmonger i haven't ran into anybody yet who didn't like killmonger he he is the most sympathetic right of all the um the marvel movie villains yeah, yeah. right yeah um, i hate it <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I haven't, seen, already, I haven't seen it yet you should definitely check it out I've seen it twice already um, I'm, I'm probably going to do feel like your typical Marvel movie no and that's exactly why I liked it, it le- to me I didn't alright I know I said we're not going to go on a tangent but whatever who cares alright <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not going to do like a full blown review because I, I do plan on doing a solo re- uh, well some kind of review episode of this I haven't figured it out yet but like, I feel like what I got from it, or at least what I liked about it, was, like, halfway through the movie, it didn't really seem like a superhero movie. It was just a movie that just so happened to have superheroes in it. Like, mm. it was a really good story. Like, characters were really well developed. Uh, I mean, like, when, when we're talking about, this is, I don't want to say Shakespearean, but this is more, like, yeah, I guess Shakespearean it is like anything else. <laughs> it's, it's a movie about royalty. 
mm. and the fate of a nation. Like it's not like um, we have to. Well, I guess it kind of is a little bit, but it's not like a movie where the fate of the world's in, in danger. Mm. I felt like this movie was a lot more about like, yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't really like the fate of the world. It was a lot more about like ideologies. Uh, a new person becoming king and him trying to figure out, all right, how am I going to run this kingdom and make it better than what it was before? And then you got Killmonger, who, you know, I, I won't spoil it, but when you figure out his backstory, you kind of figure out how he is, why he is. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, it, it was really good, though. I, I thought it was really good. Like, Killmonger is easily, like, a top three Marvel villain for me in, in terms of, like, the cinematic universe. Uh, I would say Black Panther overall as a Marvel movie. I would definitely put it in like my top five, probably like top three. Um, I, I can't wait for the Killmonger did nothing wrong, people, because you know they're coming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, I've seen so much on Twitter already about. Uh, oh man, this a whole the way people argue on Twitter. You would think Wakanda was a real nation, <laughs> but like it's, it's cool because I, I think like that discussion. Yeah, albeit Wakanda is not a real place, but. I think that kind of shows how that that's a testament to how good the movie is. That like people were that invested to the character that like some of these arguments on Twitter have gotten personal <laughs> over like I mean, you know. On the one hand, yeah. On the one hand, yeah. But like on the other hand, it's Twitter. Like, it don't take yeah. much to get personal. That is that is true. That is, that is very true. But um, yeah, I, yeah. But bottom bottom line, Black Panther was a really awesome movie. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, go see it. Um, and I will definitely be doing a review uh, of that. Yeah, you know, I, I just have another tiny complaint I had. Well, not really a complaint, but something I would have liked to see. While trying to spoil it, like, there's not like 90% of the movie takes place in Wakanda, but it feels like we don't really spend time in Wakanda. You, you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, they. <laughs> You get to see how T'Challa's living. You don't really see much of... Like, you see it, but they don't really, like... You don't see, like, the day-to-day life of, like, just some regular Wakandan. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody who's not, you mm-hmm. know, like a soldier yeah. or, or... Yeah, and this dude's just, like, wandering the streets with his right? bodyguard. <laughs> 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 it, it, it was dope, though, man. That it, it was worth... I, I'm not a person who likes to watch movies multiple times, and I willingly saw this twice. Which for me is that's a big thing. I don't, I don't tend to watch movies more than once. Most of the time, I watch it, and depending on how it <laughs> sticks with me, that's how I rank it. Um, but yeah, th- this this was really really good though. I will probably go see it again sometime in like two weeks, because the, the well, I think I, I really enjoyed the movie, but I think what held me back from really enjoying it was like these damn fucking kids. <laughs> like, like, I specifically don't see movies at, on like Friday or Saturday night, or like because kids, like that's when p- parents take their kids to the movies or whatever. Like, but they, uh, uh, they had to open on President's Day weekend, so I go the Monday after, and there's just like a whole bunch of parents with their like ten year olds, and they're 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 like they're spilling crap everywhere during the movie. <laughs> They're throwing like bitch fits in like right behind my seat. Like, I, I, the plot of Black Panther is not that complex, and just all these nine-year-olds are talking, trying to like they're go- turning to their parents and be like, "What's happening? Who's that?" 
Oh man, yeah, I got lucky. Yeah. Both <laughs> times I went, I didn't have to deal with, with, with kids. And I, I can say on the second watch, the things that bugged me about it the first time didn't bother me as much. Like I feel like I enjoyed it a, a, even more on the second time I saw it. <laughs> Thank God I didn't oh, have to man. deal with the children. Um, <laughs> hey, shut that baby up. <laughs> they definitely should have a no baby policy yet. They should have a no. You, you have to be twelve to go to the movies, right? <laughs> I, I don't care if you're seeing Wendy the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't sit down and be quiet for ninety minutes, it don't deserve a movie. Yeah, security should take your baby. <laughs> they need the. They, they should have some kind of like baby, like. I don't know. Rep, it wouldn't even be a rest area. Just some baby lockup. Put your put your baby somewhere, and he's just gotta sit there while everybody else can enjoy the movie. You, you can get him after we're done. They'll feed him and do all that stuff, but he he's gotta get out of here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that it, it was an awesome movie though. But uh, also, what happened this weekend? Lots of fights and things. But I guess before we get to that, um, semi rant before we start. Um, I wasn't well prepared for this show. I started off the day prepared for this show, <laughs> and then I ended up driving for like what seemed like three hours and something that should have been like a one-hour drive. Um, so I'm kind of discombobulated right now. My mind is kind of <clears throat> scattered. Um, I didn't write down much news, so I will let <laughs> I will let you take over the news because I I don't know what's going on in the world. Um, my, my mind is just kind of scattered right now. That that drive really just Threw me, threw me for a loop. But the answer is nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> My phone's just like making noise, and I don't know why. <clears throat> Whatever. Um. All right. So news. Um. I, uh, Ryzen ten May something. Uh, we got our first four, five fights, four fights. For that card, it's going to be Kyojo Horiguchi versus Ian McCall. Uh. Japan, uh, Japan, all, um, all Japan wrestler Kanako Murata versus China's Wei Li Zhang. Um, what's the homie's name? Asakura, Kai Asakura versus Manel K- uh, Cape, and uh, Adam Weight Tournament Champion Kana Asakura versus uh, what's her name? Melissa Karagianis uh, from Canada. Um. Back over here in the States, we got uh, a whole bunch of fights lined up for the UFC. Uh, for UFC 223, we have uh, Hanada Moicano taking on Calvin Guitar, Zabik Mag- uh, Magomed Sharapov versus Kyle Bochniak. And, of course, the the god himself, Artem Wobov versus uh, Bruce Leroy Caceres. Yeah. All, all scheduled for Brooklyn. Um, <clears throat> what else? What else? Uh... Oh, on April 14th, Fabio Maldonado will defend his Fight Nights Global Light Heavyweight Championship against Nikita Krylov in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So, it, uh, Fight Nights goes to Brazil, so that's a really that's a really fun fight. Um, uh, what else? What else? Uh, oh, Fitor Belfast versus Leona Machida in works for UFC 224. In Rio de Janeiro, that's the card that's supposed to be headlined by Raquel Pennington versus Amanda Nunes. Um, Stevie Ray versus Cajun Johnson, booked for UFC London. Bobby Green's out of his fight with Dariush, uh, that was scheduled for UFC 222, I believe. 
And Koya Godot versus Michelle Watterson set for UFC 225. Oh, man. I love Watterson, but ooh. That no. might be, um... <laughs> she about to get work. <laughs> that's, that's, that might be a rough one. That might be a rough one. And before we hop into the fight fight stuff, um, just, I guess, two little bits of not news news. Um, Adrian Broner is back in jail. Uh, I think he's out <laughs> on bail, but it, um, he was accused of sexually assaulting a, a, a woman in a mall. <sighs> so, you know. I I I propose we change a, the A B from about millions into about butt touching. Yeah. I'll say normally in a lot of those stories I, I like to wait until both sides come out, but since it's Broner, I, I kinda <clears throat> don't care about his side. I, I kind of automatically assume <laughs> he did it. <laughs> so so. The, um the the little interesting bit about this is Adrian Broner recently had a fight announced that's gonna be a headliner on Showtime and I'm not sure if they're going to continue on with the fight uh he just instagrammed a photo of him a uh, video of himself yesterday saying i'm back uh i'm not sure if that means he's going to be fighting at, uh, in april but whatever i'm back in jail <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so you know if that's something you're interested if adrian broner versus omar figure uh figure Figueroa? Yeah. Warren Figueroa Jr. or something you're interested in? Nope. There you go. And I also found out why Stephen A. Smith is continually doing um, commentary for all the top-ranked boxing cards on ESPN. Yeah, apparently, the people who set up the top-ranked deal for ESPN, uh, CAA, known as the guys who are rivals to the WME, um, well, they're Endeavor now, or are they still WME? I have no idea what they're called anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, so CAA represents Stephen A. Smith, and that's why he gets to call the top-ranked cards, no matter how much we all bitch about it. Uh, <laughs> it's about who you know. Connect connections. <laughs> oh, man. And well, I guess... Oh, go ahead. No, that's all I got. I was going to say, another two bits of news, or three. Um, I don't remember if you went to, uh, mentioned it. Uh, Tom Duke and Wah and Terry and Ware. Oh. Uh, that's going down... <clears throat> Um, also news slash shout out, uh, for anybody who's under a rock and didn't see the episode or listen to the episode, I should say, uh, we interviewed Jose Shorty Torres about, probably about a month ago, maybe not even a month ago, something like that. But anywho, uh, his fight that we mentioned in that podcast happened, uh, this weekend or, uh, on Friday, one, one of those days, either way, all that matters is he flatlined Alberto, uh, Oriano, uh, in a KO that you should definitely watch. So shout outs to Torres um, and everybody in the UFC. I, I hope you guys are handing this guy a contract um, sometime <laughs> soon. Like I don't know after a KO like that. Like I don't know what else you need to do <laughs> to, to get the call. Like he he it, it was a it was a pretty entertaining fight and it ended with uh, I think Torres threw like a left hook to the body then a right hand that just completely took the gentleman's soul. So give give him a contract. Somebody give him a contract. And UFC last... 225 in Chicago. Right, yeah. That's that's the card he's been pulling to get on. I, I see no other reason why that shouldn't happen. Um, so, shout-outs to Jose Torres. And uh, last bit of <laughs> news. 
and, and in the name of equality for the genders, uh, <laughs> Elias Theodoru will be a ring boy at Invicta FC 28. So, if you want to see a ring boy, and that's the thing, um, yeah, watch Invicta FC 28, and you, you can watch a ring boy. <laughs> love it i'm getting fight pass just to watch that i mean if it's really a thing go you can also watch ladies fight night in poland it, it, they literally it's just ring boys and like yeah like cargo like in cargo shorts not like swimsuits. it's really weird oh man well you know <laughs> Hey, equality. Everybody, everybody gets a chance. <laughs> everybody gets, everybody gets some like fan service. Hey, you know, you know, gotta, gotta please both crowds. Um, before we get to UFC Fight Night 126, uh, we're just gonna quickly run through Bellator 194 that also went down. Like there were a ton of fights this weekend. We had Bellator, UFC, Glory had a card, LFA had a card. Um, there, there were boxing fights also, right? Pretty yes, sure. there was like four or five cards yeah. here, just here in the yeah. U.S. alone. So. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a lot of, of violence going on this weekend. So real quick, we'll just run through this Bellator card. Um, Bellator 194, headlined by uh, Matt Mitrione and Roy Nelson. Um, I was actually entertained by this fight. Uh, we, we won't spend too much time on each of these, but for, <laughs> for heavyweight, my bar, my, my bar for entertainment is set pretty low. Um, so they, they they met the bar that I set. Um, Mitrion did a lot of sticking and moving. Uh, Roy Nelson was uh, trying to work the takedowns in, and in the end, Mitrion um, ended up getting a close decision. So I don't know. Some people thought Roy Nelson won. I I, I normally I, Roy Nelson I always root for, but this fight I, I kind of honestly didn't care either way who won. Um, I was just happy that I was entertained by a fight that I thought was going to be just flat out terrible. So. It's, you know. it's, kind of, it's kind of sad that Roy Nelson, like, quite obviously cooked. But he could probably still be a top 15 heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me or since he came to Bellator, his takedowns, he just doesn't, like, like, he had them in the UFC, but I feel like he didn't use them as often. Like, now he's, it seems like that's, like, the go-to now. He tried to against Derek He just doesn't Lewis. want to get hit anymore. That too. I think that just, he's just really slow now, like. That foot, like that, that, that tricky foot speed he used to land that overhand right to walk guys into that punch, it's not there anymore. So he's just like, yep, got to go back to wrestling. Um, he, like he tried to take Derek Lewis down. If I'm remembering right, he tried like to out-wrestle Barnett. I don't remember the Volkov fight at all, so. <clears throat> it, is, it is what it is. So... Matt Mitrion will be going on to fight. Um, I don't know how this Bellator tournament is set up, to be honest. Um, <laughs> the so winner, he's fight. The winner of uh, <laughs> the winner of King Mo and Bader. Bader. All right. So one of the, one of those one of those two gentlemen he will get to fight. Um, I'm still picking the winner of Bader and Mo to win the tournament. So, <laughs> but you know, shout, shout out to the Bellator's heavyweight tournament. It's it's it's, it's something. I don't know what it is. It's but it's, it's it's going. It's going. Right. Matt Mitrion called it the most exciting thing in the sport. I mean, I guess if you're involved in it, you have you have to believe that somewhat. But you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, co-main event: uh, Patricky 
uh, versus Derek Campos. <clears throat> um, I didn't watch any of these fights over after the first time I watched them. So all I remember from this fight is that it was like a very technical, systematic pick-and-part slash beatdown uh, that Patricky dished out and ended up getting the TKO on Campos. I feel like he dropped him multiple times, but my memory's kind of <clears throat> scattered. But, yeah, he, he put hands on him. That's pretty much the moral of the story. It didn't go out the first round. <laughs> um, I thought Campos was going to win, honestly. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to... I still thought Patricky would win, but I didn't think it was going to be so one-sided. Like, this fight wasn't even... Yeah. There were no points that this fight was even close. Like, <laughs> Patricky just kind of just kind of ran through him. Yeah, um, Patricky's found like, Patricky over like the last two or three years. He's really found this like this stride. Like his run, his recent run has been like Campos, Henderson, uh, Thompson, Kevin Sosa, Ryan Couture. Like those are all solid wins, and he wins them all pretty convincingly. I feel like he could be champ if oh. Oh, Chandler isn't Chandler. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Maybe Chandler hurts his ankle again in the fight, and they could just do the Primus, uh, the Primus Patricky fight. Yeah, I, I could see Patricky taking that fight. Um, but, but, if, but, let, let's just say Chandler beats the GOAT, Brent Primus. Like, right, does Bellator do, like, because it would be the third time they fight, right? With Patricky uh, and Chandler? You're, I think. Is it the third? Right. Let's see. Uh, my mind is playing tricks on me. No, it's the third. Yep. Yeah, like, do you think Bellator does that? I mean, they've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, like, I feel like unfortunately with them, like, Bellator seems to be, like, pretty top-heavy in most of their divisions. But then when once you get past, like, that top five, six, you start, you know, it gets a little murky. Like, I don't even know who else at this point, like, they would throw up there so yeah it, it it's not far-fetched that 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 rematch would even happen again for the third time um yeah. it's, it's either gonna be patrick or it's gonna be patricio so all right <laughs> your one of them one of them's <laughs> coming but uh yeah shout out to patrick uh real quick heather hardy uh and Jul- um no no nobody seemed to be pleased with this fight um, okay. <laughs> I think we can just get the fight, honestly. Every, everybody was expecting a bloodbath, and it was, uh, it did not turn out to be, uh, <laughs> did not turn out to be a bloodbath at all. Uh, um, they murdered jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. It felt like not much watching, to... oh, it felt like watching two boxers, like, get on the mat for the first time. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it looked like. But but I mean, I don't like to bash people or make them feel bad. So I mean, <laughs> shout out to Hardy. You, you got the win. You know, a W is a W. No matter how sloppy it may look, you know, it, it is. <clears throat> I mean, and oh, pardon me, my memory is a bit murky. From what I remember in this fight, it seemed like Anna was the one initiating a lot of the clinching. Yes. Yes. So, Hardy seemed like she at least wanted to throw down, but, you know. Well, she's going to get her chance because they're going to run it back in a boxing ring. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did mention that. So, yeah, if you guys want to see violence, just watch that fight in a boxing ring where they can't, well, you can't clinch in boxing, but, you know, it, it won't be to the level that we saw in this fight. So, but shout out to Heather Hardy. She got the W nonetheless. Um, next fight, uh... <laughs> Adam Nem- Nemkov and Liam McGeary. Um, Nemkov, I believe, is, is like Fedor's protege. 
or something like yeah. that. Yeah, he beat the crap out of Liam McGeary. That's um, <laughs> he he leg kicked Liam McGeary like a thousand times. Oh, um, that sucks. He literally won the fight by leg kicks. Like McGeary just couldn't go on. Um, yeah, this, this was this was hard to watch. Like this was a hard fight to watch. as <clears throat> McGeary just kind of get beat up. But in the spirit of staying optimistic, at least at 205 with Nemkov, you have something. <laughs> like you, you, you've yeah. got some talent there that, like, like, that's that's somebody to keep an eye on. So. It's just got something, like, Nemkov is legitimately one of the best 205 prospects out there. <laughs> yeah, you got a fresh face now. Right. So I mean, you take down an established guy for a fresh face. So you know. But um, like yeah, good, good on Nemkov. Like, like the only two people Nemkov has lost to are two other really good like heavyweight prospects, in Albrickson and um, was it Prochaska? <clears throat> and those oh. those are like the what fifth and sixth fights of his career. So I kind of feel bad for Liam. Like, I do too. He just he got to the top with like his one skill set. <laughs> And, like, everyone just kind of figured him out, and now everyone's just beating the shit out of him. Like, yeah. But you know, he, he you know what's has, crazy, though? He hasn't evolved, you know? You know, we say we say everybody's, like, killing him. He's only lost three times. But for some yeah. reason, it seems like it's... I don't know. It seems like he's lost a lot more than that. Yeah. But I think it's because, like, a lot of these fights, he, he gets put in bad situations, but he can find his way out of them. But, yeah, if you can take him down, or apparently if you can kick his legs off, like... <laughs> there's no there's no other recourse and it it was weird watching this fight because it didn't even seem like his offense wasn't even clicking like he wasn't even getting anything off like Nemkov just kind of beat him up just, yeah I mean that, that was it yeah he, oh I, I just found this <clears throat> post he fractured his fibular oh mm-hmm. yeah uh, those like kicks were legit <laughs> yeah and last fight I guess to mention uh, on Bellator Taiwan Claxton uh, versus Jose Antonio Perez. Uh, if anybody remembers Taiwan Claxton, uh, that was last year that his flying knee, right? Yes. Yeah, the yeah. flying knee heard around the world that he he hurled from like halfway across the cage. <laughs> <laughs> but he he put on a pretty good performance. Uh, he won by a TKO in the second round. Uh, where did anybody know where he trains at? Uh, no, I want to say, doesn't he train at the same gym as, um, what the heck is his name? Or is he at Body Shop? No. The Strong Style. Oh, he, he trains oh, with Stipe, right? Versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, Alright, yeah, so he's he's a guy to keep an eye on that featherweight. Um, real athletic <laughs> dude, pretty talented guy, so. Um, but minus that was pretty... 1,700. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's a minus seventeen hundred favorite. Like that's ridiculous. Like, what's the point of that? Don't don't even like put that in the book. Like, right? How do you feel if you're the other guy? Like, <laughs> I mean, the other guy was like zero and one or something. Like, Jesus, uh, though, minus seventeen. Dude, you could have bet I, I like a dollar. Still... Oh man, you could have bet a dollar on him and like. That is crazy. <laughs> Oh, and a quick shout out to Jared Trice also, who won by decision on the prelims, but didn't catch his fight. But um, mm. he's now three and zero. So that was Bellator, pretty much in a nutshell. Um, 
Um, probably towards the end, I'll get some shout-outs to Glory and LFA, all that good stuff. But <coughs> on to the, the, the main course of the weekend, uh, UFC Fight Night 126. Cerrone versus Medeiros went down in Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, well, uh, we'll get right to it. Well, real quick, I'll say overall, good good job on Texas. Like, they they went like seven and three or something something <laughs> like that. Really? Yeah, like most of them won. Majority of them won. I didn't even realize they had that many Texas dudes on the card. Yeah, I didn't either until dude, uh, dude, I was watching dude. somebody on on Twitter. Um, they were keeping tally. Like they started off like four and zero, and then I think one of them dropped the fight. But yeah, they they finished like seven and three or something crazy like that. Um, but uh, guess just running this from the top, uh, Cerrone versus Medeiros. Uh, pretty much you you expected violence from this fight, and it it ended in in such fashion. Um, it it wasn't like as as wild as I thought it would be. I mean, they they both were were still throwing. Uh, Cerrone was getting off some some good <coughs> body kicks. Um, Medeiros was having a lot of success, like coming over the top with the right. He he caught Cerrone a couple good times with that. Um, I was kind of afraid, somewhat going into this fight, that like somehow Yancey would just clip Cerrone, and Cerrone would have been on what a, a four fight skid had he lost this. But um. Yeah, man, they they had some good uh, shots traded back and forth, but um, eventually uh, Cerrone, I think Cerrone had cracked him with a left. Um, it was also a, a point in the fight where um, I think Yancey, like, tripped, and Cerrone, like, purposely didn't go in for the kill. Um, <laughs> I, I guess just due to the fact that they're cool, he, he didn't want to take, like, I guess the cheap way out, if you would call it that. So, you know, I don't know, good, good sportsmanship on him. He, he didn't want to do his homie like that, but... um. Yeah, in the end, it was a pretty entertaining fight that ended with, uh, I think Cerrone, like, he cracked him with a, a left, he, he stanky leg really bad, like, <laughs> like, he, he, he had, uh, he had Yancey's legs doing all kinds of moves, and then, uh, he ended up just following up with some ground and pound, and that was, uh, pr- pretty much that, but it was a good, it, it was a good <clears throat> cap off of the card, like, th- this was a really good card, actually, overall, I, I thought, like, it, for for what it looked like on paper, like, it didn't look like it would be much. But it was a lot of entertainment, and I thought this finish was, like, it was just a, a really good way to to cap off the card. And then, like, Yancey even went into the crowd to, like, give Cerrone's mom a hug. I don't know how I would hug anybody after I just got punched <coughs> in the face, but that's why he's in the cage and I'm home. <laughs> but, but, it was his grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grandma. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was an awesome awesome main event though. Um, and I mean, good for Cerrone. Always an entertaining dude, and I think with this win, he tied most wins in the UFC and most finishes or something like that. Oof, I, I didn't even check the. Yeah, I think he he's tied with Bisbing for most wins, and I don't know who has most finishes, but he's tied with them too. I think also. Um. And more importantly, he avoids yeah, a, a four-fight team. GSP. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, good good on him. Tying both those records. I'm pretty sure he's going to break <laughs> both of those records. And, uh, I mean, good on him uh, avoiding a, a four-fight skid, which would not be a, a good, you know, spot to be put in. But he, he literally punches way out of a four-fight skid. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the main event. Didn't he call out like Khabib or something? Like not after, not in the interview, but like in the 
post-fight, like in the conference, whatever. Did he? I didn't watch it. No. <clears throat> no. I wonder. I just though, saw the called, headline of it. Oh. If he called out Habib, I wonder would he go back down to 155 or is he? Uh, yeah, that's what, what it's saying. Donald's already targets to turn to lightweight. Could be Nagamedov after UFC Austin win. Hmm. Well, I still like him at 170 though. Yeah, like dude was. Yeah, he should stay at 170. Yeah. Jesse Medeiros can't make like struggles at 155. And Don Cerrone was bigger than him. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll I would not be mad him. at that fight <laughs> if it happened. What, weren't they supposed to fight at one point? Probably. I felt like that fight was a, like supposedly going to be a thing at one point, and it just kind of like fell through. Yeah, UFC 178. Nurmagomedov tore his meniscus. Mm. And that fight got pulled. <clears throat> he, ended up, he ended up fighting Eddie Alvarez. Oh, it all worked out. <laughs> what were you guys' thoughts on the fight? Uh, was... Good that Cerrone, you know, stopped the skid. He was like on like the longest skid of his career, three fight losing streak. Got knocked out twice. Um, I really uh, more than the fight. I really like the little um thing they did on Yancy Medeiros, like the little uh. Road to the Octagon or Countdown piece they did on him, where he's just like swimming with sharks, and, <laughs> and, and you can tell this is just this is just a thing he does. Like this is just a thing Yancy Medeiros does, even when there are no UFC cameras there. <laughs> so that was cool, um, but like the fight, like th- this was. What we need to see from Donald Story to prove that he was not like faded, like just done. Because <clears throat> in, uh, in, he didn't have to finish him, but he couldn't go out there and just get like rocked and knocked around by Nancy Medeiros because that's just not a good sign. Like, I, like I love Nancy, Nancy Medeiros' style. I like the fact that he's just in there to throw, but he is not the dude you should be like losing to if you are an elite talent. And uh, Donald Cerrone is still one of the most talented dudes in the sport. Like he's one of the most ro- well-rounded guys there is. Um, I I ho- I hope that somebody talks him out of fighting at lightweight. And if he does fight at lightweight, it's only like twice a year, and not him trying to fight four times a year. But knowing his trouble with like the IRS and. Freaking, he just had a kid, and or he's having a kid, something along those lines, and who, who knows, he's probably going to end up trying to fight as often as possible. Uh, and I don't think that's smart, but like good one here. <laughs> also, wanna I think the beard <clears throat> power had something to do with this win. Just gonna throw that out there. He had the full, he had the full grown Logan beard <laughs> going going on with this fight. Uh, what do you think, so? Did you actually, so? Did you catch all these fights? Uh, yeah, I caught this one. I I didn't right. catch um Sage and the one before that. But uh, you missed the goat. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that, I know. That's why I had you guys update me yesterday. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Yancey let me down. Like he's just always been like another dude, and finally he put together a streak and got himself a main event. 
and he let me down. Like, I thought he was going to finally break through, but couldn't do it against Cowboy. I think he'll. I'm I'm not sure if he'll main event again, but like I feel like he'll he'll end up getting another crack at a, a top guy. I think he's he's good enough to keep himself like on that fringe, of like he's one of those dudes that'll, like anybody below him he'll he'll probably beat, but you know once you you know you start to get to like that top fifteen. It might get a little difficult for him, but I think he's good enough to at least like stick around in that conversation. That he'll find his way back into another one of those fights. Yeah, it just sucks because like you lost to a guy that I always root against. So it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, not a big it cowboy is. guy. <laughs> See, I I was never on the whole like cowboy was washed bandwagon i mean i get it he, he did fight 20 times a year which probably isn't the best thing in the world but like i'll, I'll be it like his losses were tough but like I, like he was still fighting like elite guys so I, I never understood like the whole like he's washed like it's nothing shameful to losing to masvidal he did really good in the robbie fight um darren till gonna darren till like, you know that's, <laughs> <laughs> i, I <laughs> I don't have any excuse for that one. Dar- Darren Till gonna Darren Till, and you, you just you just might have to deal with it. <laughs> but, like I, I still feel like he has, he he has plenty in the tank. It's just that his fight style can, is is eye pleasing as it is. It it can go the other way quickly, at the same time. Um, you know, yeah, I was, on fighting. I was definitely on that back pattern. I was waiting for him to retire. Honestly, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Cerrone is going to be one of those guys that I, I don't want to see this, but I just feel like he's going to fight until, like, he can't anymore. Like, somebody's going to have to pull him to the side. Like, he, he's going to – I don't want to see him go the route of BJ Penn, that he's just going to keep fighting years past when he should mm. be, just because he can. But but he will. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wild dude. So, I feel like he, he's going to be around for a while. But – um. I- I'm I'm what? always for guys like retiring early. Like I feel like Cowboy is one of those. Like even though he won, like I still feel like he should probably retire. But at the same time, I didn't know about that baby or the IRS thing, so I can see why he's still gonna keep fighting. I feel like there's gotta be as wild as he is. I feel like there's gotta be something he can do outside of fighting to still like generate revenue. Dude, do a fucking podcast or something, man. Talk about fucking your conservative ways. I I don't know. Maybe I don't like. I don't know what Don Cerrone does besides like all the extreme sports shit. And by the time he stops fighting, he's not going to be able to do any of that stuff anymore. Nah, I don't think he'll stop. <laughs> like his his uh, body in will fact, fail I've, him. No, nah, I think when he stops fighting, he'll do those more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I am positive he's going to do those even more. Well, he's not gonna be able to do him professionally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not that, but you know, he'll he'll still be out there. Like, we're, we're gonna see some kind of viral YouTube video of Cerrone on like a snowboard or something. Like, it's, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Maybe he just maybe he actually goes into like like maybe his ranch isn't just for show anymore, and he actually like gets some cattle in there. You know, starts planting <laughs> some crops. <laughs> uh, gets the farm oh, yeah. going. Baby. 
Big fucking real cowboy. Fucking. Like, I, like I, did, I didn't realize before this camp that he literally just, like, his ranch is just for a show. And it didn't actually grow anything there. <laughs> <laughs> you fraud. Oh, man. Ass motherfucker. Shout out to Cowboy and Yancey, though. I was, you know, pretty, pretty Stop, entertaining. Take that shot back. <laughs> Yancey. <laughs> <laughs> Is that was Yancey ranked? Yancey was ranked, right? Like fifteen. I think he was at was he at fifteen? Yeah, he'll finally be back in there. I'm I'm pretty confident he'll knock somebody else out. He'll he'll be right back. Um we have not seen the last of Yankee. I mean in, in front of Yancey you got Stun Gun, who I don't really know what he's up to nowadays. <laughs> Gunnar Nelson, I think he's got a fight lined up. Um, I think I just saw a video of Stun Gun like wrestling a Mongolian wrestler, who was wearing like not a not a sumo diaper to, per se, but like along those lines. Yes, he's taking his spot. Yeah. Yes, he'll find his way back up there. I'm I'm positive. I, 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 I want them to feed Cowboy to Usman, like just make that a main event somewhere. <laughs> They're not gonna get in Colorado. They're not gonna get Usman that fight. They should, but they won't. Give Usman someone. Fuck. Give Usman someone. Jesus Christ. Everybody shook. Nobody's picking up that phone call. You know what? I'm looking at this card. I did not realize that this was the co-main event for some reason. Um, (laughs) but co-main event. Oh man! And this fight had one of the greatest sequences that had nothing to do with the fight ever happened after that. (laughs) But we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> Derek Black Beast Lewis, Marcin Tabor, co main event. Um Yeah, pretty much a heavyweight fight. You got you got one guy who uh in Tabor who was working takedowns, you got Derek Lewis who would have these random power spurts of just blows that he would throw. Um that first takedown he got was so weird because I couldn't tell if he was trying to punch him or was he lunging for a takedown. Because it felt like he did both at the same time. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he threw an overhand and it like didn't land, so he just got a takedown off of it somehow. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, this fight was pretty much Derek Lewis wanting to keep it on the feet and uh, Tabora, you know, except he didn't. Except he wanted to get it on top. <laughs> Thought it was funny. At it was one point, I think in the first when um they were on the ground and Tabora tried to get like a heel hook or something in, and Derek Lewis like spun out of it. And he literally just sat on Tabora for like a minute. <laughs> like he literally just sat on him and then, like face. right. <laughs> but you know, it was one of those fights where by the third round, I was like, yeah, Black Beast, you probably need to you need to get a finish going. And uh, he, he delivered on his finish. Um, I think they were they were clinched up against the cage. Camera, something happened, and then Lewis like blasted him with a a right. Um, yeah, Tabora kind of collapsed. He ate some ground and pound, and you could tell by like after like that first shot he had on the floor, he was he was definitely out of there. He was he was gone. And uh, you know, Black Beast gets the win in his hometown, and then and and the post fight, I'm sure the FCC had a meltdown. <laughs> like the greatest <laughs> the greatest one two combination <laughs> like in the history of the UFC 
<laughs> I was waiting the whole night for his post-fight interview because I just knew it. I could feel it in my soul. Something good was going to happen. And they're interviewing him. First, actually, you know what? Three things happened. Because we all know, and th- this is something that really bothers me, even though like I understand why they do it. You know, the, the UFC never references Bellator by name. They always refer to it as <laughs> other organization. <laughs> Derek Lewis just broke the fourth wall. He didn't care. <laughs> Jimmy Smith is interviewing him, and he's like, yeah, I know you came over from Bellator. You're, you're new over here, and this is just how I fight. And they're like, oh, snap, he said the B word. You just told 10,000 people that Bellator exists. Good job. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dana is going to have a fit with you, <laughs> given these other, other promotions, you I know. I'd love to see Dana White try to tell Derek Lewis anything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, first that happens. Then right before the interview wraps up, he tells his wife to be ready because he's going in deep. <laughs> and then literally, like, two seconds after that happens, the camera cuts to Nate Diaz in the crowd. I feel like whoever was in the production truck, you guys had to have done this on purpose. Because this, this, like, this was, it was too good of a setup. They cut to Nate Diaz in the crowd. Nate Diaz just pulls out a blunt, holds it up, has the light in his other hand, and then the camera just conveniently cuts away. <laughs> After like two seconds, the, oh man, the best that might have been like the best moment. Is there's a little girl sitting right over his like left shoulder, whose face just like freezes up when she sees the blunt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. That. Oh my god, who's oh, this dangerous man? <laughs> I'm about to go back and watch. <laughs> I didn't know I, I I wasn't even paying attention to anybody else around him. <laughs> but, yeah, th- this fight was <laughs> this fight was entertaining because of everything that happened after the fight. I mean, like the fight wasn't terrible. It's kind of you know it it was a heavyweight fight. You know, it's kind of what you expected. It just ended in Black Beast doing Black Beast things. Um, no, we're not going to talk about Black Beast falling on his ass like when he was trying to get. Oh out. yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that was, was the, the most, most heavyweight thing exactly oh yeah that was the most heavyweight thing you're probably gonna see all year um exactly what was that sequence i can't even remember like that was did like, they have like a the scramble hooks, or something right? was it the hill it might have been the hill hook like they had a quick scramble or something and Derek lewis like stumbles back <laughs> But it takes him like forty-five minutes to hit the ground. Like <laughs> I've never seen somebody. He fell like it looked like it was slow motion, but that was real time. <laughs> and I was really hurt because I was like, dude, if you lose off of this little stumble, I'm gonna be so angry. Oh my god! But he he got oh, it together. He, he he got it together. So I'm 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 glad that that fight could have went really wrong. Um. Right at that moment, but <laughs> shout out to Black Beast. Um, yeah, Black Beast. Just anytime he's on TV, you you just have to watch. Like you have to watch for the fight. And like Black Beast is like when his fight's over, it's like a Marvel credit. Like you have to stay till the very <clears throat> end. You can't cut the fight off after he wins or loses. Like you have to stay until the interview because you're gonna <laughs> get you're gonna get some gold. And he he did not he did not fail. He did not fail at all. 
Um, but <laughs> what like, you guys? I, I thought he was gonna retire. I thought he was gonna retire because he took off his gloves, and I was like, oh, he's gonna like put them like in the middle of the cage. I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> he can't. He's got. He's got too much. He's got too much. You know, it's it's too much entertainment value left in him. He can't. He can't leave us like this. Yeah. <clears throat> I just. I want to see somehow, some way that he becomes heavyweight champ. And I, I no. want to see how they would even market him, or if they <laughs> would market him. I mean, stop it. They, they, they would fail. Horribly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were you guys' uh, thoughts on this this uh, <laughs> this fight? I don't have made, I don't have made any thoughts about like the fight because, like you said, it was a heavyweight fight, and this was the most heavyweight fight of all the heavyweight fights. <laughs> <laughs> but. Why is it Derek Lewis in like a, a made for TV like Fight Pass movie? <laughs> <laughs> like it could be him and like Sage Northcutt. Buddy Cop. But in but yeah, Buddy Cop. Like <laughs> I mean Sage Northcutt and anybody is a good Buddy Cop movie. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Lewis, man. I really don't think you should be doing that coke right now. <laughs> <laughs> And he really would call him Mr. Lewis. Ah, Sage. Sage is a, a national treasure. The world doesn't realize it yet, but we don't deserve him right now. You guys will look back and remember your days of hatred, and you'll realize how wrong you were. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, oh, that fucking... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'll save it. I'll save it. All right. But uh, where is where is he real quick before I move on? Where is uh, Derek Lewis ranked? Uh, oh, he's at number seven, and Mark Hunt just lost. So um, I, I, I doubt he gets above Hunt because Hunt knocked him out. No, yeah, yeah, that is true. And then right above him is Curtis Blade too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he might kind of be stuck at seven. Um, but, give him give him well, Francis or something. That's the, that's the fight, I guess. I'm down. I, I would not complain. Any Derek Lewis fight, I'm watching. I, I just, I just don't care. And mostly, I'm staying for the post-fight interview because I, I know I'm gonna get something cool. But shout out to Black Beast. Uh, you know, good, way, way to finish the fight after, you know, going going through some adversity in the first two rounds, ending with emphatic fashion. Um, keep those post-fight interviews coming. And uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, moving on to the next fight, uh, James Vick, Francisco Trinaldo. Uh, this entire fight, I just kept trying to figure <clears throat> out um, how does James Vick make a lightweight? He was like six <laughs> three, and I just he's I don't actually understand. hollow inside. <laughs> he's just he's just really big for no reason. Um, pretty much this fight, man. Like it wasn't. It was an okay fight, not anything like too wild. Um, did he drop Trinaldo in the first? Or am I thinking of another fight? I think a Trin he rocked Trinaldo in the first. Okay, yeah. He this this fight was pretty much a tall, long, rangy guy using his range to his advantage, just being able to keep Trinaldo at bay. Like Trinaldo was kind of he he threw a couple of just wild overhands trying to land one, but 
I mean, Vic was just kind of able to just keep him at bay. Like, I, I, I'm not gonna say I was disappointed. I mean, a win is a win. <clears throat> I felt like Vic could have done a little more than what he did, but like he just kind of was able to just kind of coast to a win because there weren't too many points. Um, other than I think was it the first round he had almost got caught in a guillotine. Um, I mean, like he wasn't really close. Yeah, but that was like literally the only moment in the fight where like Vic was in any kind of like a bad spot. Like yeah. once that was over, like the fight was, he, he pretty much just ran away with it. And like I said, it wasn't <clears throat> the most entertaining fight, but he was just able to use his range really good. Trinaldo just couldn't really manage to get much of, of an offense off, and uh, yeah, Vic just kind of kind of kickboxed him to a decision, and uh, yeah, it was. Pretty much that fight. Not not a whole whole much to really really dive into. My only other note is Trinaldo just looks really old. Like he just looks like he's never young. Like he was never young. There there was no point in his life that he was young. Like <laughs> every time I see him, I was like, this how old is Trinaldo? He is thirty nine. Damn. He's gotta be like forty eight. <laughs> <Right? laughs> uh, I mean they lost he he's 39 and he was on like the Brazilian scene for almost eight years before the UFC called him. <laughs> they they definitely just, lost his birth certificate somewhere along the line. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's there. Yeah. This guy's at least 48. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I guess you guys, you guys, any thought? Yeah, I don't really have much else to dissect from this fight, to be honest. <sighs> oh. Uh, fuck James Vic won Vic. the first two. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> fuck Lloyd Irvin. Fuck Lloyd Irvin. Irvin. Why he's still able to corner people, I don't know why. Why he's Dana, not fucking do jail. something. God. He actually has an affiliate gym that's like 10 minutes away from my house. That's how he makes his money. <clears throat> the fact that he's allowed near... Oh, like the fact that he is allowed near like preteens and teens is sickening oh. and depressing. Bad guy, bad guy. Yeah. Well, this reminds. I guess this is. I just remember some poor woman was posting about how like she was going to go to a gym on like Tumblr. Like she got like her friend was like friends with the owner of the gym. And somebody asked who it was, and it turned out it was, like, Cody East. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. Yeah. Lord, Lord, um, he was down in San Diego for a little bit, too, right? Uh, he was, he, he partnered with Alliance, but from what I understand, oh, okay. like, the Alliance people were kind of just <clears throat> using his name. Mm. Like he he wasn't really like close yeah. with anybody on the team, but he just like kind of show up. <clears> or, he he kind of just like relay like basic jujitsu information to them and like show up to corner them and get paid that way. Mm. Yeah, I just I just remember um like this girl that I know from Tumblr. She was like, oh yeah, my dad gave me a membership to Alliance, and I was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't go there. Like, there's this bad dude named Lloyd or that kind of works out there and she was like oh really and i was like yeah look it up and then i want to say they split i want to say they split 
I want to uh, say they um they once all that came out they like just they just cut ties with him. Mm. Yeah. That's good though. Shout shout out to my friend. Steered them away. You were a good friend. Steered them to the. <laughs> oh, you steered them away from incoming traffic. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that was that fight. Not not a whole much to really dissect. Um, this next fight, though, I was actually pretty excited for this one. Um, Curtis Melinder, Tiago Alves, um, Melinder, a former fighter from Bellator. Um, also, if you saw him in LFA, he was head kicking head kicking people like it was nobody's business. Um, I think his last two fights in LFA were both head kick KOs. Um, I like Tiago Alves, but I was rooting for Melinda to get a head kick <clears throat> KO. Um, I didn't get a head kick. But I got a knee, and I'll take that. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, Melinda, pretty, uh, you know, not not anything too wild. He, he was picking his shots really well. Um, at one point, he uh, <clears throat> he dropped Alves, did, did a bit of a premature celebration, um, and the fight was definitely not over. Um, he, he followed up with, like, some ground and pound, but Alves ended up, uh, you know, he ended up kind of recovering. He got himself, got himself back in the fight. But my God, that 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 finishing um, that that well for, first he he dropped Alves was it twice was it once or twice he dropped he he floored him with like a right hand, and then I think he he caught him again like a second later with an uppercut <clears throat> that I thought was gonna kill Alves, which I kind of I mean get it get it, you're supposed to fight until the ref says stop. <clears throat> I kind of get why he threw his hands up because that uppercut landed flush, but I mean, props to Alves for like recovering from that. Um, but yeah, Melinda just did a really good job of really picking his shots really well. Um, he's a big 170. Or is Alves just small? He is 6'3". <laughs> he's big. He's a big dude. dude he, he, they don't look like they're in the same weight class. Like he, he has a little like, bit of the chicken leg thing going on, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he's, he is that's a, a big boy at 170. Yeah, he's like 6'2", 6'3". Yeah, and like like he, Alves is from that generation of like welterweights that probably if they came up today would be fighting at like lightweight, right? And I mean, <clears throat> props on Alves. Like he he ate a lot of hard shots, but like at no point did he like wither away. Like he was still throwing. He was still like you know trying to keep himself in the fight. But I just think Melinda just did a really good job of like picking his shots. Um and then just like yeah, that that last knee was just. I think Alves had he had threw a, a punch before. I think he threw a right. I think before the knee, and <clears throat> Melinda threw the knee like right after Alves threw the right, and it just floored him. He didn't even have to follow up. Like it was, it was over. And that, there was one point I, I thought Melinda was gonna get the head kick KO because if you watched any of his LFA fights, one something he does really often, he'll always like. Paul the jab out there, and he'll follow the head kick up like right behind it, <clears throat> like a way to kind of hide it. And he did that a couple of times here, but uh, Alves I think blocked it like both times he did it. But either way, Melinda finished the fight with a brutal knee KO that was kind of just like a walk off knee. Um, great <clears throat> debut for Melinda. I'm glad he got signed from from LFA. Um, yeah, just awesome KO man. That, that was a a brutal knee, and I'm. Anybody he fights next, especially if they're a striker, um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to see, I want to see this dude deliver some more violence. Can you believe Bellator <laughs> chose MVP over Melinda? 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. Like, Bellator, you guys, you let this walk out the door, man. Like, like and uh, I, I knew when he went to LFA, he was going to smoke people. <clears throat> Come on, I get it. Like, in Bellator, I think he had went on a stint of losing. Well, like, he got signed to Bellator. He, he's only, he only been fighting, like, two years at that point. Right. I mean, and they yeah. threw him in. To his credit, he got thrown straight to the wolves. Like, his first two Bellator fights were Brennan Ward and Fernando Gonzalez. Like, who, that, that's, I got reminded of this. Uh, Shouts to Cody <clears throat> Carnage. Uh, the dude he was supposed to fight was MVP. And he had to fight no. Ward instead. No. Mm. MVP, what are you doing? Where are you at? I'm, I'm proud of Melender, man. Another Bellator guy getting to the UFC, doing work. Like... I, I root for all those Bellator guys. You know? I love it. Like, yeah, like... Like, even back in Bellator, like, if you watched them fight for even, like, a second, like, you could tell there was something there. Yeah. Yeah. LFA was just a good I, bridge to get... Actually, you know what? Now that you mentioned the MVP thing, I do remember thinking that, because I remember when that fight got announced. I was thinking, like, oh, snap, MVP will finally fight somebody who will fight back. Like, it won't be, like, he's going to fight somebody who knows how to throw a jab and, and, like, actually put up an offense. So, yeah, I I do remember that was supposed to have been a thing. Ah, Well, Melinda moved on to bigger and better things. So, good on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hope he he does stay around for a while. He... he... I feel like... Oh, Hello. still there? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I went out for a little bit. Hello. Yeah, wait, what did you say? You said oh, oh, something. Just, like, oh, I, I just hope they give, like, Melender, like, another name. Like, you know, maybe give him, like, a fast track. Or just give yeah, just give him another entertaining guy that has a name. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> see him. Don't Don't throw a wrestler in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let let this man get off like one head kick KO, then then you can throw a wrestler at him. But yeah, yeah uh, he he, they're exciting matchups. I think for him at at one seventy, he'll 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 put on the show. He, he's gonna he's gonna give us at least one head kick head kick. KO. I'm, I'm, I'm positive of it. Um, is Alvarez on a skid? Just skid? Or did he win his last fight? Oh no, he did win his last fight. Yeah, How is he still fighting? Dude, um, I, I, he takes I, long I, breaks. Yeah, like I, I haven't like paid attention to his career since like he lost to GSP. Like he's just like so on and off. Like sometimes I forget that like I always forget that he even fights until they bring his name up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he is still around. Lord, when did that GSP fight happen? Two thousand nine. You'll see what. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this dude is still alive and kicking. <laughs> and I mean, to his credit, for somebody who's been in the game so long, it's not like he looks like terrible. I mean, obviously he's not, you know, he's he's not like an elite welterweight, but dude, dude can still throw. Yeah, I don't know how much longer or how much he got left in the tank, but you know. I guess good on him for being able to stick around so long. I just hope he hasn't sustained any crazy brain damage. But, um, I, I, 
I, I picked the helmet to beat you to see that fight, too. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I won't hold that against you because I remember when that fight mm-hmm. happened, like, one of the... He was wrecking people, Yeah, like, he was wrecking people. And, like, people were like, oh, man, GSP is not going to be able to hang with that strike. And, like, Alves is just running... I mean, and to his credit, like, his streak up until GSP were, like, all finishes minus the Koscheck fight. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I remember that fight. Now, I, I'm gonna lie, I was a little worried for GSP that fight. I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't get put on that highlight reel. I want to see GSP get flying need or <laughs> something like that. But, um, ah, oh, those are the glory days. Those are good times. Those main fights, huh? UFC one. I thought Miro would win. I John Fitch for Paulo Tiago. Mark Coleman was still fighting. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> John Jones for <fought laughs> Jake O'Brien. I remember that fight. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, man. There are some names on this card. Alan Belcher. <laughs> Akiyama. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and Bisbing. Uh, got Bisbinged. Akiyama won, right? Yeah, he won split the decision. <laughs> oh, we could do a whole I, I podcast. Oh, that could be a whole podcast just reminiscing. Those, those are good times. God. Those are good times. <laughs> they were. They really were. They were. That was when like, I first started watching MMA. Just so sick. Oh, man. But... Shout out to Melinda. Oh, and Taco, did you even get in on this fight? Um, no, uh, Melinda, uh, the, the sequence where he, uh, that led to the knockout, like, he, he grabs Alvis's, like, lead hand that's going out for, like, a hook, and it clears the way for his knee. Um, is that, is that really interesting? Because you can see him pawing with the right hand, like, earlier in the round, then he switches up to the body. Alves takes that as a sign to go upstairs with the left hook, and then he uses that to counter with the knee. So, it's really interesting stuff he's uh, he was building off of. So, but like, I, I I hope they don't do the thing where like what they're doing with like, um, Mike Perry, where they just completely just throw him at bangers and until he like breaks. I think that's I think that's what Perry's gonna is gonna end up having with Perry. He's gonna keep fighting guys who are supposed to brawl with him until like he's just done. We'll see, we'll see. Shit, I wouldn't be surprised if they throw him and Perry at each other. I hey, mean, they're, they're always fighting a, what a week yeah, apart. Be fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting Max Griffin next. Right? Another banger. See, that's a dude. That's a dude who needs to fight a wrestler. Oh, Perry. Yeah. yeah, he's he's gotten some. Let's say favorable, but. Well, you could kind of no, like he needs to fight a wrestler for his own career's sake because they just keep giving him dudes who are just going to brawl with him. <clears throat> I feel like though he's. He he probably won't argue against those fights because he knows he's always got to punch his chance. So, yeah, I don't know. He he might punch his way right out of the UFC. 
Like, <laughs> 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 I don't know. He, he might punch his way down to Bellator or somewhere I, else. I think the only way they give him a wrestler is, like, if he strings some fights together and, like, he finally has to fight, like, a legit opponent. I think they're still nice. just going to throw him with other dudes that want to bang. But... Yeah, th- I'm worried Probably. that that's the course that they're going to put, like, Mullah under on. Like, they don't see him as, like, a legit, mm. like, up-and-coming contender. We'll see. Melinda, just get a few more of them head kicks off. Um, <laughs> you know, 170 could, I ain't going to say yours for the taking, but you, you can get in that conversation. Just, <clears> you know, get, get one or two head kicks off. We we might see you in the main event somewhere. Maybe even the co yeah, This but. division's really weird right now. Right. Now is the time <laughs> to, to, to make the move. But, um... Melinda yeah, so shout out to Melinda. Yeah. <laughs> At least we know Melinda would take the fight. Right. And we know there wouldn't be a size discrepancy because they're both huge. But, um... Shout out to Melinda. Vicious and EKO. Um, speaking of vicious fights and blood and people getting beat up, uh, Brandon Davis and Steven Peterson... Um, Peterson ate a lot of shots. I would have been really interested <laughs> to see what the um the fight metrics on this fight were. <laughs> so, um, Jesus Christ, man. Um, I mean, good on Brandon Davis. Dude was throwing like a thousand punches a minute. Um, he did a really good job. I thought of um like slipping and getting out of the way of what Peterson was throwing. Like he had pretty good head movement. Um, Peterson was pretty much just like just coming forward trying to bang but uh davis seemed to be like definitely the more cleaner wise in terms of like technique um definitely in terms of defense uh, <laughs> um yeah man he, he just got off a lot of combinations a lot of strikes um but peterson for what it's worth has a chin made of vibranium um he got rocked well was that the third round can't remember. He got he got rocked in yeah, the third, and I've never seen somebody re- like reverse the stanky leg. <laughs> like normally, <laughs> when you get stanky leg, you don't come back from that. And he came back. <laughs> he came back from full blown stanky leg mode. Like, like and not he, like he not. Was, he he was rocked. Going? He was rocked, and then Davis landed another knee, and that knee like woke him up, <laughs> like from being rocked. <laughs> And then, like, and then he starts waving his hands in the air. Like, the, the dude is, he, he's one of those just, like, savage guys. Like, that can just take punishment like it's nobody's business. But just really good performance from, from Davis. Like, it seemed like he was gassed out from just trying to finish the fight. Like, <laughs> this fight went to decision, but not for lack of effort. Like, he was throwing everything you could possibly throw. And landing, and Peterson just he was he was staying in his face the entire time. But um, were they both from fight con- um the Dana White thing? Was Peterson on the Dana White? Like I I know Peterson from LFA and I guess RFA and Legacy. I can't remember if they mentioned <clears throat> that he was he might have been. Uh, I I could be thinking. Yeah yeah yeah. I know he, David he Davis. On, right. He fought on the Contender Series. He fought Benio Lopez and lost. But it was like it was one of those fights that Daniel likes, where like both guys just like swing at each other. Really hard. So, so both of them, both of them get signed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
good good on good on both because I think Brandon Davis um who I forgot who his first fight in UFC was but he he lost I can't remember who it was um who was, who was that his first Kyle Bachnyak mm. okay and that that was his first fight right yeah he, yeah he gets his his first UFC win um in pretty good fashion like it was a really entertaining fight really <clears throat> bloody fight um. Yeah, he literally he did everything but finish the fight. But like I said, it was not for lack of effort. Like he was landing shots, he landed those knees, he stanky legged them. Peterson came back to life, and the fight went on. But really, really entertaining scrap and really, really good performance from from Davis and Pete Peterson. They'll probably bring him back just because of how tough he is. Like I'm pretty sure they'll bring him back. He he'll probably be on another undercard, but. I'm, I have no doubt that Dana Dana loves these kind of guys. He'll he'll definitely have him back. They both come fifty k. Congrats. Oh, they did. Was it was this like fight yep. tonight? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not. I wouldn't argue. Uh, let me look down the rest of the fight. Hey, no, I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't argue. Probably like the most bloody fight, one of the most bloody fights on this card. So. I mean, it's it's this yeah. or it's like Lewis Tybura. Not yeah. Yeah, I don't need to think about that. Lewis Lewis would get fight of the night if you could factor in the post fight antics. If that was like a part of the fight, <laughs> he definitely gets. He definitely would get fight of the night. Oh man! But what were you guys thoughts on this on this? Um, it was fine. Like there was some, there was just something odd about this fight where it felt like. At a certain point, he just kind of hit cruise control. Like, Davis... Um, it, it feels like you only fight at one speed. Uh, and I don't know why, but that just, like, caught my eye. And just, like, immediately, like, my brain, like, turned off when watching it. Um... And then, like in his post fight, he bitched. Up, he, he bitched about Kyle Bachniak ran away from him. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, dude, you're just like he's just real. Like, I don't think Davis and Bong meant for like uh, the, the the division because like he makes Rick Glenn look fast. And, like Rick Glenn, like, Rick Glenn's one of the slowest dudes in like maybe in the sport. So, uh, uh, like. I, I enjoyed the fight. It was fine. I, I'm not gonna sit here and like rewatch it. Um, I, like Peterson has definitely been stopped because he lost to like Thomas Almeida, right? This is the same Peterson that got like knocked out by Almeida, or am I? Was he? I never remember any of Almeida's victims in LFA. <laughs> no, no. It was, I'm thinking of um. Uh, Pacara, uh, freaking what was his name? Uh, <clears throat> I'm just call him George Pack because I can't remember. <laughs> of, I can't pronounce the rest of his name. <laughs> but like, um, I, I've completely forgot where I was going with this. Point being, he's stoppable. Like Davis, I, I'm not saying Davis hit cruise control. I'm just saying like he he. Like, there's just something about his style that just seems off and not UFC ready. And they kind of just showed through in this fight. 
We'll see. I'm I'm pretty sure with this style though. You know you know what it was like? It was like watching like the the like the American fights on like the gory cards. Between like when like Americans are fighting Americans and then like the next fight's like Sidichai versus um Shibaya. We are like I, I know I'm watching the same sport, but these two things look very different. <laughs> <laughs> You know what they should do? Ranking wise, it doesn't even make any sense. Let's just do Brandon Davis and Jason Knight. Let's see what happens. I, mean, I don't think Jason Knight's even ranked anymore, so like, go, I say go for it. Do <laughs> needs to win. Oh, whoa, 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 what am I looking at? What? Uh, I'm looking at, I'm, uh, news. Um, WB, WBC announces roster for welterweight tournament. Uh oh, never mind. It's not news. These are just guys. Uh, no. I, I, you guys weren't you guys weren't important enough to be breaking news. Yeah, damn. <laughs> like damn. I, I I like Felix Diaz, but he, he might be the best boxer in this lineup right now. Vander Holyfield, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> oh man, but shout out to I saw WBC. I'm like, oh, they're gonna be fighting like. Keith Thurman's gonna be fighting somebody. It's like nah. <laughs> <laughs> he Thurman's don't want to fight fighting. Anyone. Now, now we get Frederick Lawson and Brad and Brad Solomon. Didn't Thurman? I'm gonna say he ducked Daryl Spence, it, it, but then he turned. He ducked down. Daryl Spence. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was like, "That fight does not interest me. I'm going to spend 2017 rematching dudes that beat." God. Oh, boy. That's why no one likes Keith Thurman. That's fine. That means Earl Spence can fight Terrence Crawford. And Danny Garcia. Yeah. So. All right. Thurman, you can see your way out the park. I, I, I apologize for uh, disrupting the discourse. <laughs> That's fine. They they almost broke the news, but they, they, they almost they almost <laughs> broke real news. Where like I thought the WBC was going to do like a WBSS type of deal, where we get like the best welterweights in the world fighting for a title. Nah, <laughs> we tried. <laughs> Just some pretty good welterweights and some other guys. Oh, somebody <laughs> might make a name for themselves though. Somebody might somebody might rob above the ashes. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> shout out to Brendan Davis. Uh, getting a decision win, uh, and rounding out the main card, uh, the 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 nicest person on <laughs> earth, uh, the golden angel of MMA, the patron saint of the Dojo Talk <laughs> podcast, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sage Northcutt, <laughs> and that's uh, uh, about Gaudi. I don't want to corrupt him. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> that would be such a good episode. <laughs> such a good episode. I would, I would have I want Sage Northcutt's thoughts on Black Panther. Ooh. <laughs> I hope Tyron Woodley t- I hope Woodley took him to see that movie. <laughs> oh my god. No, I- god. Uh, but uh Sage North- Northcutt took on uh about Gaudi, um, real quick before I even get into like how this fight went, um, I, I know people were like mad at the decision, and like I kind of get it, but like 
when you go for a takedown and you literally just lay there, you you get no sympathy from me. Like you you get none whatsoever. So like I I saw a lot of people who thought like Gaudi should have got the decision, but Sage kind of got the home uh hometown treatment. But it's like, bro, I don't remember what the exact fight metrics were, but he got outlanded by a very considerable amount. And you spent, and that that was what was kind of puzzling about this fight because in the first round, like when they were exchanging on the feet, like Gaudi rocked, he stunned him like twice, and then it seemed like after the first round, he abandoned. <laughs> He abandoned his striking for takedowns in which he would just do nothing. And then they would, when they did stand on the feet, like, he just, he, he would throw shots, but he just seemed <clears throat> so bent on getting a takedown. Meanwhile, Sage is, you know, he's working the jab, uh, throwing leg kicks, peg kicks, uh, front kicks, you know, just staying active. Um, Sage does bother me, though, that his head never moves off the swivel. Um Luckily, that didn't get him killed this fight. Like I said, he got he got rocked a, a few times, but um, you know, still found his way back into the fight. So might want to work on that. His, his head literally just is, is really stiff. <laughs> like it it just it just stays there. It's just begging to be punched. But um, yeah, man. Like Sage, I thought he just won this fight just by being more active. Like Gaudi could have ran away with this fight, to be honest. Like. He was able to get the takedowns, and it's like you're just you're just sitting there, like you're not. There's not a whole lot going on, you know. So, no no pity for me that he didn't get the decision. That's, that's kind of how I feel, but you know, Sage still is a, a definitely like an, an unfinished product. You still look at him, and you can tell like there's still a lot of room for improvement. Um. But a good win nonetheless. Like he did what he had to do to get the win. He he was just the more active fighter. Uh, I feel like in the end that's probably just what won him the decision. Um, I think so. You said you didn't catch this fight, right? No, I didn't. Oh, right. you guys. Uh, anti cool. Oh yeah, yeah, we had to give yeah we had to give Stokes the the play by play. Yeah, um, I appreciate. I appreciate. Uh, anti cool. What were, what were you? Yeah, I had, to, I had to keep you updated, let you know what the GOAT was doing. And <laughs> 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 cool, what were your thoughts on the fight? Uh, I don't remember much of it. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm reading my note on the fight now, and it, it just says, Sage Northcutt, can't fight off the cage for shit. <laughs> like, that's where like, I think the significant strikes were like something like Gauti landed somewhere between like 14 and 25 and they were all power shots of, with Northcutt being like within the foot of the cage and having nowhere to go it's it, it, like okay if, you're, if your whole thing is you're building like an outside fighter your number one thing should be he should be able to defend takedowns off the cage and stop people from being able to hit him along the cage because anytime he was inside that little black the little black octagon in the center he was fine anytime he was beyond that he was getting his ass beat and like he's he started doing better in the third round like he was he would go one way and they would come back the other but like Gaudi wasn't even setting them up. That's a, that's the scary part. Like, they, he was literally just chucking like, these big hooks, and they were catching Sage almost every single time. 
The only reason he lost, like, Gabby lost the fight is because he would, like, blast Northcutt with uh, the, the hook and then, like, immediately dive on his legs. All right. Like, I almost feel like if he would have kept it on the feet, he probably could have got, like, a TKO eventually. Yeah. As, as many times as he rocked him. But, yeah, his, his game plan, I don't really know what it was, but it was, was kind of, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. But the GOAT got his W. That's all that matters. And just because I know jo- Joey mentioned it during the fight, a lot of Gary's takedowns weren't takedowns. They were Matt returns. <laughs> I like we mentioned that last podcast too. But yeah, I don't I don't know that what Gaudi's game plan was, but yeah, that's why he got no sympathy it, from me when, when the judges didn't. <laughs> sage, sage, sage going sage. He 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 got the W. Um. Yeah, he did definitely has some some room for improvement, but um, I still think that the the team Alpha Male move definitely has helped him a lot. Like he he looks a lot better than what I remember seeing him before from when he first came. Can over. Dude, get rid of his dad, so. please. <laughs> his dad is still in I mean, his corner. You, I mean, you can't get rid of your dad. It's just kind of hard, you know. <laughs> he, he's he's in the he's in the Lonzo Ball situation where. It's <laughs> It's kind of like, you know, your pops kind of helped you get this far. You, you probably can't really get rid of him. He's just going to be there, and you're just kind of going to have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, good good on Sage. He, he got a decision win. Um, that was the main card. Um, these prelims, we can kind of blast through because almost all of <clears> them <throat> were finishes minus one fight. Um, so, I guess to continue on down... Uh, Carlos Diego Ferreira and Jared Gordon. Also, a quick side note. Um, I don't remember a ton of these fights, even though I didn't watch all of them. Memory might be a bit spotty. But uh, <laughs> Carlos Diego Ferreira, um, after two nut shots, <laughs> got, got a uh, TKO over Jared Gordon. Um, that finish was pretty nasty, though. Like, So I think he dropped Gordon with a left. And then he goes, they go to the ground, and I thought he was going for, like, a submission at first. Couldn't really tell, like, what he was doing. Because he, like, he, like, grabbed Gordon's arm and had it, like, twisted behind his back. So I I thought he was just going for some kind of submission or something. But he did, like, the high school, schoolyard bully move. And, like, he, he, like, kept his arm wrapped around Gordon's back and just held it there and with his other free hand just pounded away on this man's face and there was just like nothing he could do about it and, uh, there were there some yeah. there were some moments of um real genuine like scrappy innovation on this card and this was one of them <laughs> I've never seen I don't know if what he did has like a name I've never seen anybody do like I, I like I mean, you see people trap arms so that you can't move, and they can just kind of. It was just. It was the way he did it. it like I, I don't remember. I can't think of anybody I've seen who who like pulled it off. Yeah, like this that. is like some straight up like say uncle type stuff. Right. <laughs> like this could have been in the movie Bloodsport. Like a fight <laughs> in Bloodsport could have ended like this with somebody holding your arm and just blasting your face until you just can't fight anymore. 
Just for Aya, who, who was like out for like two years because of he tested positive on some drug. Who knows? Uh, probably roids. But um, yeah, he was gone for two years. He comes back and he knocks out Jared Gordon, who was like a legitimate, like skilled opponent. Maybe not like a, a top lightweight, but oh, for like for Aya, when he got to the UFC was considered, like, a top prospect. He was, like, a blue-chip prospect. Maybe this is him, like, maybe he spent the two years away actually getting better. I don't know. So. Whatever whatever he did, it, uh, it worked. <laughs> keep, uh, keep doing that. I would love to see somebody else pull that off. That That is a vicious way to finish somebody. But, um... Yeah, so that was a pretty nasty uh, TKO. Um, next fight going on down the list, uh, Jeff Neal and Brian Camozzi. Uh, I think this was Jeff Neal's debut uh, in the UFC. Yes. Um, he just seemed to be <laughs> the more skilled fighter, like, all around. <laughs> like, <laughs> not to make it sound mean, but dude was just more athletic, cleaner on the feet. Um <laughs> Yeah, he just pieced Kamozi up. Like, I don't really know how else to say it. <laughs> he, he just kind of pieced Kamozi up, Kamozi, man. That's why he won. <laughs> right. <laughs> good, good on, good on Jeff Neal, man. Like that was a good, that's a good debut performance. Um, he honestly, I don't remember the finishing sequence, but he won by a rear neck. He won by bulldog choke. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't he? Didn't Kamozi still have like a knee on the yes. ground? Yeah. He, he he just bulldog choked Kamozi. Like, I, I'm not sure if it was like he got rocked or if it was a headbutt or whatever, but like as soon as like, I want to say Neil just kind of pushed him over along the fence and like he was just completely out of it. And then Neil just locked his head up in a bulldog choke. Right. It, it, it worked. He, he pieced him up, choked him out, got him out of there. And uh, yeah, good on, good on Jeff Neil. Kamozi's <laughs> um, now 0-3 in the UFC He's lost all his fights by stoppage Damn he, he is, uh, Chris he is not <laughs> Not at all Not at all um, See you later man Did you catch these prelims Stokes? Uh, yeah I caught this one I, I didn't catch the one Who was it? The one after I, j- I just didn't catch Sage and the one before that The Fahaya Gordon fight Yeah 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 I caught that. You gotta go back and watch that. You gotta go watch that bully beatdown. That's exactly <laughs> what that finish was. <laughs> what do you think of the Neil fight? Uh, good. I just I don't remember much besides the submission and then the crowd pop, and then that was about it. Because he was actually like from Austin, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was hometown. Yeah, that's all I remember. Um. So yeah, shout out to Neil, hometown kid, getting the W <laughs> in pretty good fashion. Um, oh wait! Fight. I just remembered a bit of Texas trivia. Now that you mentioned that, <laughs> my, all right, so, all right. No, my my homeboy was uh, he was in Texas like um two three weeks ago, and he he sent me this picture of a map. Apparently, there's a place in Texas called White Settlement. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it is a city in Texas. It is very real. White settlement. <laughs> maybe, maybe like maybe. the rocks there are white. 
Oh boy, <laughs> let me uh, let me hit my Google's real quick. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm looking at the, I'm looking at like pictures of the town, and there's a water tank that says "White Settlement." It has a fighter jet on the side of it, and <laughs> the, the, the tagline is "On the Crossroads of Progress." <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh my God! White Settlement <laughs> is in Tarrant County, Texas, northwestern suburb of Fort Worth. Oh, oh man! If anybody uh, out there is in Texas and you can tell us about White Settlement, um, <laughs> let us know what's what's going on uh, in White Settlement. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I almost died right there. Yeah, that's, this is like where, this, that's, is, this is where Get Out was filmed. <laughs> like I'm just looking at pictures of it. It's just like houses and random like police officers. This place looks terrible. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. But um oh. yeah, shout out to Jeff Neal in White Settlement. <laughs> Next fight. Uh Roberto Sanchez, who I think was also a hometown kid, and uh Joby Sanchez. Um, I don't remember much of this fight other than uh, Sanchez. I think it was just like well, <coughs> Roberto because they're both Sanchez. <laughs> Roberto was kind of like hanging out on his back. Uh, oh no 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 he they, he like tripped him. And oh, I'm thinking I might be getting my yes. Uh, Roberto hit hit a takedown on Sanchez early. Sanchez tried to like um to swing out for uh what's it called um he tr- oh he tried to hit a switch. So he sent his hips out and ended up getting his back taken in the process. Then he okay. stood up with Roberto on his back. And then, like, Roberto got, like, one arm underneath his chin. And just dragged him to the ground where he tapped out. <clears throat> Shout-out to Roberto who mentioned. He was like, dude, I have an office job. And I actually like my office job. I just do this for fun. Oh, so, yeah. That's how you get. Roberto clocks <clears throat> in for eight hours. Then he comes home, then he chokes you guys out, and then he goes back <laughs> to his office job. So, <laughs> shout outs to, shout outs to Roberto holding it down for for all the office workers shout out there. Shout out to Shane Carwin, the ultimate professional person, the engineer by day, UFC heavyweight tail challenger by night. <laughs> I was almost hoping his comeback would have happened. I mean, same here, same here. All all that I've learned since Shane Carwin is like <clears throat> semi returned when he fought that one dude with like one arm tied behind his back is that he's a giant nerd. Because <laughs> you saw how he he announced that he was signed to Ryzen, right? Oh, he signed to Ryzen. He, he did know. when they first like <clears throat> they they first emerged. And he was just never able to, like, make, he just never felt like making it over there, I guess. And he announced it on Reddit, and the title of the damn thread was, He is Ryzen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he never made it over. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, the, the, Roberto. The, oh. The, the first UFC event I ever went to was UFC 106 and that shit was originally uh, Brock versus Carwin but then I forgot who got injured it was uh, it might have been Brock I don't remember or Carwin but yeah fucking 
car was going to always be attached to my memories just because of that, the event that he did and show up at. <laughs> I still remember watching him and Brock. I'll never forget that fight. Never forget that fight. Carl was a scary dude, man. That was that dude was <clears throat> for like three minutes at a time. Shane Carwin was the scariest motherfucker. Right, <clears throat> <laughs> like on Earth. <laughs> I thought he was gonna beat Brock. Fucking, I picked him to beat Brock. I mean, if you ask him, he did. <clears throat> I mean, he he won ninety nine point nine percent of the fight. Just, <laughs> just not the just lost not the, the percentage that mattered. <laughs> Right. <laughs> what? Well, what? Uh, without Google, without googling it, do you guys remember who replaced him as the main event at one hundred six? I feel like I should. Oh, so who 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 dropped out? Uh, Brock and Carlin. They both dropped out. Yeah, or just that. It, that was the scheduled main event, and then it got replaced by the co-main. Did they get bumped from a pay-per-view to like a um a TV card? No. It, it was still pay-per-view. Uh, was oh, it man. Evans versus... Fuck. <clears throat> Evans versus... Diego Santos? Uh, same weight class, but no. <laughs> uh, Rashad and Rampage? No. Uh, let, uh, th- these guys have fought in a trilogy. At 205. <laughs> Oh, was it um Forrest and um Tito? Yep, got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was that was a fun trilogy. That was a fun trilogy. And I got to see. Wasn't that the one where I think a lot of people thought Tito won the last fight? Uh, and he didn't get the nod because I think Forrest won. Yeah, the last one. yeah, and yeah. Yeah, he ran out the cage before they announced the freaking the results of the fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember a lot. Of, I remember a lot of people were pissed about that, but I hate Tito. So <laughs> I love Tito. Yeah. That's why I was still like, <laughs> I was still like, oh, all right. At least I still get to see Tito. <laughs> see, Tito should be on Bellator commentary. <laughs> you know what? I probably wouldn't mind Tito. He like, is god awful at public speaking, but that would make it fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> at least I could laugh. I can't laugh at Chill. Chill. <laughs> chill just makes me annoyed. <laughs> Cringe. Like, I just I just don't like hearing him speak. If he's not hyping up a fight, and I don't even really like when he does that, but if he's not talking about fighting somebody else, I, I don't care for his commentary. Just, it doesn't do it for me. But uh, oh man, oh yeah, oh, that, those were good times too. Good 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 MMA times. Over overpaid for the uh, goddamn tickets because of Brock and Carlin. Goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, this next fight, I wish I remembered a bit more, because I feel like I was entertained while I was watching this, but I can't remember much of it. Uh, Lu- <coughs> Lucy Putalova and Sarah Morris, or Marias, I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Morris. Um, I remember this being, like, a pretty entertaining scrap, but I only <laughs> watched this fight once, because this was the one fight in real time that I missed. Yeah. Um, the fight opens with, like, Marias going for a takedown. Uh, she got it. Hat was on top for like three and a half, four minutes. Uh, the ref, like, she was working, like, she was trying to work. Put the level was trying to, like, stall out. The ref eventually was just like, you know what, screw it, stand them up. Uh, and then Put the level went to work and just started beating the shit out of her. 
Like almost immediately, actually. It's actually really weird. Um, my favorite part of the fight is Pudilova starting to beat up on her. Some rascals for like, uh, so they like they're on the ground and rascals for an armbar. Pudilova stands up to stack her, and then Morass instead of just like committing to the armbar, decides, you know what, fuck it, I have a wrist. So she just starts up kicking her. <laughs> <laughs> that's so I'm like, damn, that's, that's something I haven't seen before. Innovation, exactly. Hey, and put, that's how you get yeah, noticed. Um, pull over, man. So, like, it, they weren't very hard, so pull it over, just kind of like pushed them to the side and got side control. This was a flyweight fight. Uh, right? no, bantamweight. <clears throat> bantamweight. Oh, pull over is big as crap. Like, she's listed at five eight, <laughs> but I think she's a little taller. She and looks tall. And she's long. Well, that's good. Bantamweight needs any new face at this point that uh, that they can get. She's only so. 23, too. So. Oh. There you go. That's... Put, her, put her on the slow track. Give her, like, Beth Cohea next. <laughs> uh, try not to ruin her, too. <clears throat> Do, like. I, I... You mean try, to, try, try not to ruin Betch? No. no try not to ruin uh, I've actually spent the weekend putting together a list of fighters at women's bantamweight who I want the UFC to sign. Um, eventually, I'll find a way to like write that up into like a thing. But there's this woman, uh, Luz Vasquez from Argentina, who's 29 years old. She's an Olympic wrestler from Argentina. Um, <laughs> Like, if you watch her fight, and then you watch, like, the bottom of the women's bantamweight fight, like, the athletic gap, uh, gap is just so stunning. <clears throat> and you're like, why the fuck are they signing these types of women who are out there? Hey, man, after that Ronda Rousey head kick, Dana flipped the table over, and they just, <laughs> they just gave up on the whole business. Nobody cared anymore. Like, <laughs> people like Misha Tate and Holly Holm. I guess they couldn't get behind Amanda Nunes because she wasn't, like, I, I, I don't know, like, pretty enough? She, Dana, she just needed to dye her hair. <laughs> she just blonde. <laughs> <laughs> if, we're, if we're being honest, <laughs> she just needed to dye her hair a different color. Just make her blonde. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll never understand how they dropped the ball on that one. Like, she literally had everything you could have asked like, for. And her just, upcoming fight yeah. with um, Rocky Pennington is going to be the first like major combat sports competition between two openly <laughs> LGBT uh, fighters. Like, <laughs> you, you can't tell me there's not a market for that. <laughs> it's not the UFC's market. That's the thing. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, it was Ronda's, but I guess Ronda's just came easy. <clears> huh. <throat> oh. Well, we'll see. But shout out to Lucy. Anybody at Bantamweight trying to make some noise? Two and one uh, in division arguably should be three and zero. Oh. Yeah. But she remember that um, beatdown she put on Lena Landsberg, where she had Lena Landsberg's face looking like something out of like um a horror movie. No oh, snap! I didn't remember that was her. Yeah. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to her, man. Keep keep me. I mean, I'm pretty sure at Bantamweight like. She, it probably won't take her too long to get to the top. Like, 
that division's I feel like it's gone the way of 205. Like, if you can get a little, little mini streak going, you'll, you'll probably get a big name pretty quick. See, that worries me, though. Because, like, the, that, that's the thing with, like, this division and, like, light heavyweight. Like, you, it doesn't take much to get to the top, but once you get to the top, you got to fight Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm and freaking Kat Zangano. Like, those are right. tough. Things can go wrong. Like, those are fights you got to be prepped for, and fighting Beth Cohea <laughs> probably isn't the best preparation for any of them. Right. <laughs> but uh, good on her for the decision win. Uh, both these last two fights ended really quick. Uh, Alex Morono uh, choked out Josh Berkman and a very tight guillotine choke. <laughs> um, I don't remember much else in the fight other than that, to be uh, honest. Did he drop him before yeah. then? I thought, like they weren't even. I don't think they were even clean punches. I think they're like grazing, and like Berkman just kind of just like his body spazzed out. I could be wrong on that, but that's what I remember. Dude, I Berk, like oh, I am just uncomfortable watching Berkman fight. It's like <laughs> it's like watching Big Knock at the end of his career. Like, dude, Berkman's last win was against KJ Noon. That fight was awful. Damn. <laughs> is K- KJ? Does he even fight anymore? Where is KJ? Nope. His last no. Berkman was his last fight. Damn. He hasn't fought since. Oh man. I hate yeah. it. I Berkman hate it. has KJ. dropped. <laughs> Berkman's dropped five straight. Was it because of his rivalry with the Diaz brothers? You fucking know it. Two oh nine till I die. Do you, do you see the area code on my phone, anti-cool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Morono might uh he might have got Berkman out of here. Like, really out of here. Good, like, goodbye uh, forever out of here. Yeah, that, that might have been a retirement choke out. Um, but, I mean, good good on Morono. Good, good finish. Really tight guillotine. Um... Yeah, not not really much else to dissect too much into that fight. And the last <laughs> fight on the card, uh, Oscar Pihota and Tim Williams. Uh, Pihota is now 11-0. <laughs> uh, ended by KO. Um, did you think they stopped this that, bit early? Or you thought that's fine. fine. Tim, like, Tim Williams yeah. does not need to have any more damage done to his face. <laughs> well, no, like he's called the South Jersey Strangler for a reason. <clears throat> it's because he looks like a serial killer. <laughs> oh man! Well, he, he got he caught some hands. He, he caught the hands, and he, he he got punched on out of here. Um, what Pihota's two and zero in the UFC. Yes. Um, could he be? He be uh. Jonathan Wilson. Yes, Johnny Bravo. There we go. So, yeah, that was a. Uh... Oh, unless you guys had any really thoughts, I remember a whole lot to. <clears throat> why does Pol? Why are all the Polish prospects like out of like? Uh, where are all the Polish prospects middleweights? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not mad. That that division needs it. I mean, yeah, but like the 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 on, like the actual good one just ended up fighting in Poland his whole entire career. <laughs> but like Jacko and Materla and like uh, 
uh, Kaladev and this dude and like it's just really weird that Pol- this is <laughs> this is the vision that thrives in Poland seemingly. <clears throat> they should just have a uh, Polish middleweight tournament in the UFC. I mean, that could be the next. That could be the next tough <laughs> Polish middleweights. Yeah, <laughs> might as well. Might as well. You know what? Where is it? I'm gonna throw a name out there. If you, you guys remember, what? Not he's not Polish, but whatever happened to Adam Khalif? Adam Khalif? <clears throat> remember the 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 the? I think he was like a Taekwondo dude, dude from Russia. He oh, had that, um. Yeah. Um. He retired because he thought the sport was bad for Islam or something. And then, and then, like it's it's being teased that he's coming back. <clears throat> Did he realize the sport was bad before or after he tornado kicked that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been an indicator. <laughs> and he went on to fight like five more times after that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe it was just something he came to like later. I mean, it sucks for us. Yeah, dude was undefeated. Oh, I remember like looking forward to seeing him debut. Like I, I thought he was, he was gonna come over, and it just I don't know why he just kind of popped in my head, but yeah, he just never happened. But uh, uh I, mean, I, I want to say if, if like wanna... every few months, I want to say there's like a rumor that he's coming back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if, you know, if he wants to retire for that, I, I, I can't hold that against you. But as as a fan, it it sucks because. You know, I want, I want to see those tornado kicks in the UFC. I want to see you torna- tornado kick somebody in front of, like, 20 Oh, people. wait. If that's but... the case, the king of kung fu, uh, Muslim Salikov, I forgot to mention this one. He's going to be fighting at UFC on Fox 29 against Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. So he's going to get a guy who's going to strike with him. Mm. <clears throat> that could be fun. That should be, a, that should be an interesting, interesting fight. God, I hope he doesn't somehow get KO'd. That would suck. He's going to eventually. We'll see. Yeah, but you don't you don't want to start off 0 and 2. That's uh that's not a good um it's not a good prospect record. <laughs> Who? Are you talking about Muslim? Yeah, because he lost his first fight, right? Yeah. I thought he won his first fight. No, no, he no? lost to Alex Garcia. No, he lost. Oh. Yeah. Which, oh, fairness, that's a bad first matchup to give your striker whose best win is, like, Melvin Gillard. Right. And you're, like, a welterweight. Um, oh, wow. Uh, there's also a good chance uh, Adam Kelly of, um, is, like, the <clears throat> Russian Mafia right now. I just remembered that. <laughs> oh. so, All right, so that's why we don't I mean, see you. <laughs> I mean, he is from Chechnya. He's from Grozny. Like, he's probably running with Katarov. Oh. <clears throat> Guess we know why. We haven't seen him then. <laughs> but <laughs> that was, uh, that was pretty much UFC Fight Night, uh, 126. Um, I actually enjoyed this card. Like, it was, the, the prelims flew by because everybody got finished almost. Um, we got some nice KOs, some, some good violence, some good debuts by a few people. We got Black Beast, which is always a treat. Um, we we got an unexpected Nate Diaz <clears throat> blunt moment, which was just awesome. <laughs> so 
Yeah, and then, you know, capped off with the, the main event at the end of the way that went. Um, yeah, I, I, was, I was pretty pleased with this card. Like, <clears throat> I, I wasn't sure how it would turn out on paper, but it, it ended up ended up being, being pretty good. Um, I guess real quick before we get into part and shot, ah, shots and shout-outs, um, just because there were a few other uh, cards and fights that went, went on this weekend, I just want to give a quick mention to uh, Glory 50 went down. Uh, can't remember if it was Friday or Saturday. Friday. Um, uh, Friday night, uh, all these fights were happening like simultaneously. I was switching between everything. Um, just I guess the main fights worth of note. Uh, we now have a new Glory welterweight champion, uh, Mercer Groenhart, <laughs> uh, lost by KO to uh, God. What is Gregorian's first name? Is it Maru? Or Maru? That's one of the I hate that Glory does this on their website. They don't. Yeah, Harut Gregorian. Um, he won by KO. Uh, some people were not pleased with the stoppage. Thought it got stopped a bit early. Um, but, you know, kind of is what it is. So we now have a new welterweight champion, Glory. So shout-outs to Gregorian. Um, and the gentleman who won the heavyweight tournament. Uh, what is his name? trying to click on the page i can't get it to show up <clears throat> is it this eddie eddie Gubwa? Gubu- I, I don't know how to oh, i've been i've been <laughs> something yeah yeah that guy <laughs> whose name i can't pronounce benjamin he won the heavyweight this is actually kind of wild match because i think tafa was a replacement because the other guy uh, who I can't remember. The other guy who was scheduled to be in that fight, um, he had won his previous match, but I think he got yeah, injured. Yeah, it was good on the center. Or something. Yeah, and he couldn't go on, so they uh, they grabbed Taffa, threw him in there. I um, mean, Taffa was the dude who uh, lost. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they grabbed the dude who lost, threw him in the, <laughs> the finals because there was, there was nobody else to take the spot. So, and, uh, I mean, Taffa tried, but he kind of... Kind of, kind of got beat up yeah. on, um, <laughs> but uh, so that that was that happened. Uh, I, I caught that card kind of like in spurts, um, but it, it seemed like a pretty good card from what I saw. And also LFA thirty three went down um, this weekend. Uh, notable things that happened. Uh, main was this the main event? Who was the main? Event? Uh, Willis and Stewart. Uh, why do they not have? I don't have the okay. It's weird on the, the Saturday They don't have the fights listed in order, but uh, Kyle Stewart uh, now nine and zero, uh, won over Jaleel Willis. Um, also, other notable notes: uh, former UFC, uh, I think he was actually in LFA too. Uh, Damon Jackson, uh, he was in the co-main event. Uh, he got a arm triangle choke over Chris Perico. Um, let's see. And also... Kevin Worth. Uh, oh, yeah. Kevin Worth. <laughs> One via Sweet Chin Music. Uh, Isaiah Gutierrez. Um, Macy Barber, who's been a prospect I've been hearing about. Uh, she's now 3-0. and Got a rear naked choke over Kayla Thompson. And just because of news, uh, Greg Hardy, Hello. who, yeah, he's now 3-0. and 
Yeah, he beat Ron. I didn't even know he was on this card. I saw the clip and didn't even realize it was. Yeah, he's an amateur. All right, he's he's three and zero in his MMA career. Um, breaking news: We just lost Stokes. Oh, yeah, he said he couldn't hear, oh, so I'm assuming he's called. I'm back. I'm back. You back? I'm back. All right. Okay, there we go. All right. Breaking what? news: We got Stokes back. Oh, <laughs> but, all right. I think uh, I hate to say, it, but I think Joyce is right, and Greg Hardy's going to end up in Bellator the UFC, and I'm going to hate myself <laughs> and, and and life in general. I could see him in Bellator. I, I could. I can see him in the I'll UFC because they freaking signed Cody East. They they held a show. They forced Legacy to hold a show specifically for the purpose of signing Cody East. <laughs> uh, <terrible>. But <laughs> that went down. Um, quick minute. I might be late on this. Um, I wanted to mention the tension. Uh, what's the that's guy's that's name? Ca- you, you showed that's me him. When was that? Because that wasn't this weekend, but that was. Uh, I want to say it was February twelfth. Because I have the fight saved on my phone. I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Oh, it was good. It was good stuff. <laughs> it, was, it was probably like I, you. You've seen him a lot more than I have, and most of the fights I've seen him in, he's he's been giving dudes the work. <clears throat> um, like he he definitely won this fight, I thought. But uh, the other guy's name was Sue Kim. I can't remember what. It was. Uh, Suakim sit sore tie. Yeah, he Su- got some some good shots off in like the fourth and fifth, but um, it was probably one of like Tension's most competitive fights I would say. But I still think like he clearly won, but like th- there were moments where like he he definitely had to work for it. But like that that kid, there was a um, there was a combination he threw in that that fight that looked like straight out of like a movie. Like it was some <laughs> Matrix. Like he. He threw like a jab, and right behind the jab, he transitions to like a capoeira kick or something. <laughs> like, it was it was wild. I've never seen anything like that. Like that that kid is he's that dude's special, yeah, man. No, that that like, guy is. So uh, Sisor uh, Tai is like not like he's not a random dude. Like there's a dude who at um, tensions weight won the Lumpini like stadium championship, which is basically is. You know, legit as it gets in um, Muay Thai. So like, th- this is like a world class striker. He like, and he was actually ranked like he moved up a weight class. Was actually ranked in the top ten in that weight class as well. Like, dude, dude is a legit, like a legit, legit striker. And <laughs> Tenshin Asakawa at 19 years old is out here. Uh, well, not styling <laughs> on him, obviously. Like it was a competitive fight, but like, d- give him work. Yeah, yeah. So that that dude's ceiling for like whatever, whichever sport he ends up doing full time, is so high. And, oof. Like imagine him like committing to MMA full time. Yeah, that dude. If if <laughs> if he just had takedown defense. And dudes couldn't take him down, and they were forced to stand. He's killing people like <laughs> that. That dude. I mean, shout out to Sewer Kim because like he he ate a lot of hard shots, but he was game, man. Like he 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 never stopped. Like he 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 was keeping himself in the fight. But yeah, yeah. Uh, tension. That that dude is a he's a beast, man. That kid. They took down the fight. Ah. Oh. <laughs> is it, is it not on the site that shall not be named? Because I was watching it. Uh. Well, I will go check there. 
Can't give away our sources. (laughs) 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 If I can find it, because I I was watching it earlier. I I watched it this morning when I woke up. Uh, If I can find my same link, I'll I'll send it to you. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, man. So a lot of awesome fights that happened this weekend. Was was the um wasn't there a boxing KO? Didn't somebody get uh, knocked out? Danny Garcia absolutely destroyed everything about Brandon Rios's world. Like a ninth round KO. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch the fight, but I, I saw the I saw the fight. Uh, from what I understand, it was a pretty good fight. Like it was a typical Danny Garcia fight, I guess. Where like it, it seemed closer than it really was because Danny Garcia is kind of passive. Uh, especially early, but um, there was that fight. There was the World Boxing Super Series Super Middleweight um semifinal between George Groves and Chris Eubank Jr., which was amazing. Um, like Chris Eubank Jr., the king of like parabolic uh, parabolic pugilism, like like where he's just like winging shit. Everything's just like he throws no straight punches, and it's hilarious. Um, but that that was one of the be- uh, better fights of the weekend, actually. Groves versus Eubank. Uh, Eubank ended up taking a decision, and um, for what it was worth, the best fight of the weekend was the um, the top ranked card on Friday, Raimundo Beltran versus uh, what was it, Paulus uh, Moses? Um, Moses is like. I don't know. Do you guys know about like Beltran's story? No. no. So like th- this dude is like. Th- so basically, he spent the past year not being able to fight. Was it the past year or like he he he's been having trouble getting fights because he's not sure about his legal status in the U.S. So he's been like a professional sparring partner for the most of like the past year and a half or so. Like he, he like he legitimately thought he was going to get like deported at a certain point. Uh, I found the fight. Thank by you. The way. But when I had, they got there. I took it down. Yay! All right, I'm gonna get to that after we're done here. Um, but like, he legitimately thought he was going to get like um, deported. Like he has kids here and everything like that. Um, he just recently received like, I want to say resident with like with um, what's that word? Distinction, because of his boxing career. So this was like his first. Like he was fighting for a world title. Like the, the narrative was like, oh, like he's old. This is like his last shot of the world championship, and it, it was just like really heartwarming stuff to see him win. <clears throat> Even though I thought he lost, I thought um, the dude he fought, uh, <laughs> Moses, is a a police officer from Namibia. Um, and he he fought his ass off. Like good guy. That was like such a good fight. Um. Uh, like the president of Namibia ended up tweeting out like a congratulations to them both of them. <laughs> it was really, it was just really cool to see. Like, like obvi- this fight obviously had a lot more meaning in like Namibia for like Moses than it did for like the random Joe here. But like, it was just really cool to see. Like, I'm happy Moses will probably get another day on like TV here in the, the states. Um. But yeah, no, like there was some really great boxing on it. David uh, David Benavides fought too. Was he the thousand yes. puncher? Uh, he he rematched <laughs> Gavril, the guy who he uh, beat for his first world title. 
Um, and beat them more soundly this time. So, you know, shouts to him. 50,000 punch anybody? Uh, not yet. No, no, no. Funny thing, though. <laughs> that guy did fight. The guy who got knocked out by that, like, 20,000 punch barrage. Oh, man. <laughs> he also fought on the, um, I want to say the Beltron Moses undercard. So the... I'm glad I'm glad he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, he did not look good. Ooh, I, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> you get you get twenty piece KO. That's just um, yeah, that's that's brain damage. That's this uh, oof. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah. I would not wish that on anybody. <laughs> but yeah, man, th- this is a really just awesome weekend of fights. Like no matter what combat sport you were into, there was there was something for <clears> you that was on. Like it was a lot, um, a lot going on. Yeah. So, uh, what we got? Uh, Saturday coming up. Um, UFC on Fox twenty eight. Emmett versus Stevens. Um, uh, is there anything else we got? Yeah, Emmett versus Stevens coming up. More accurately, um, Torres versus Andrade. <laughs> there we go. That's a that's an interesting fight. <laughs> I, I like I like Torres. I hope she doesn't get her. Head knocked I mean, off. It's gonna happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's going down. Um, I think that's like the only. Uh, wait, no, I have the ca- I have the things right here. Um, I think it's the of February. I think that's like the last. There's a one card next week. Like... No, who's uh who's that? Uh, Song, Song Machado. On Mong Song. On Mong Song. He's going for his second belt, right? I think he's defending his belt. Oh. I can't. I, I can't tell. He's going for a second belt for some reason. Light heavy. He 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 has the light heavyweight championship, right? Is light heavy or middle? I thought he had middle. Yeah, I thought he had middle, and he's going for light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, you guys may be right. Uh, middleweight, middleweight. Yeah, all right. He's challenging for the vacant light heavyweight title. Just everybody, mm. like, all the titles in one are going to be owned by, like, five guys. Or... <laughs> <laughs> That's the new thing now, man. It's not enough to win one. You got you to gotta win both. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Ong Song, though, man. He, he, he trains here in Maryland at Crazy 88. Uh, I, I only uh, know him uh, because he fought Uriah Hall in Bellator years ago. <laughs> uh, if there's any Luke Barnett fans, uh, he's going to be fighting at ACB 81. Like next week, next Saturday, there's a Cage Warriors card, there's a Deep card, and there's a bunch of Russian cards. Oh, and there's a Superfly card next week, which is unequivocally the best card of the weekend. Sirius <laughs> uh, get uh, Sora Rungs Vasai versus Juan Francisco Estrada. Um, Rungs Vasai is the dude who knocked out um, Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez. Juan Francisco Estrada is a dude who fought Carlos Quadras in that fight last year that if it wasn't for um, Joshua Klitschko, it might have been fight of the year. Like legit, like, like bloody guts type deal. So more violence. Yes. This month will, will end with with more violence. And then they even got more violence coming into March. So uh, We got... Isn't there like a skid coming up soon though, where we're not gonna get fights for like a yes, month? Yes, thank God. <laughs> like, I, I hate to say it, but like this is uh, especially with like the, <laughs> la- the lack of um, 
big contender fights, like this is this has been a, a grind. Sometimes I look forward to those breaks, but then when I'm in the middle of them, I'm like, oh my god, like you see, no, I, nobody's gonna get head kicked. I mean, like, like, dude, this is, uh, there'll, there'll be fights. If you, you'll need to get your UFC fixed to get a fight, you feel me? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But like, um, I want to say two twenty. Yep. That was. I think we lost those uh, again. I want to say two twenty two is going to be like. Uh, there's gonna be a week. The week after two twenty two, it's gonna be um. There's gonna be like a week off. Then that week after that, it's um. Fuck, what was it? I I know this. Um. Oh, Volkov. Volkov for Doom. There we go. We're doomed. And then we get like a month off until like the Fox card. Yeah. That break is worth it though, because after we're doing Volkov, we get a long break, but we come back to Ferguson and Habib. Ferguson, Habib, Gaethje, uh, yeah. Poirier, Poirier. Uh, yeah. So I mean, well, some of these other cards have yet to be like scheduled with like headliners, but ap- these these breaks will be rewarded. Like that's that's yeah. the moral of the story. I mean, I, I, um, could, I could I could use the extra time off. You feel me? Like, yeah, I mean, there'll be time off in fights, but I'm well, no, sure I mean, I'll I, I mean, I mean like, not like from record. I mean, from like, I come home from work on Saturday, <laughs> and, you gotta, and I got a seven-hour yeah. slog where like I enjoy myself, <laughs> and then it cuts itself off because some guy got lucky and knocked somebody out in thirty seconds, and now I gotta wait twenty-five minutes for the next card. Yeah, it, it's the gift and the curse. Yes, this is the life we chose. I, I chose uh, nothing. I to... am an addict. <laughs> Every podcast I do is a cry for help, man. <laughs> hey, well, you, you, you've cried for help 73 times. <laughs> and uh, we, we're still going. I, I tried to get Stokes back on. I, we might have just lost him. I don't know what happened. Yeah, lost to the ether. Um, yeah. Stokes, you get a parting shout out um, <laughs> if you don't come back on this episode. <laughs> we just kind of lost him. Um, but we'll, we'll let him get his shout outs off if he comes back. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, that's. Oh, is he back? He lives. you back. <laughs> there we go. I, get, I, I gave you a parting shout out in case you didn't come back. But you're back. <laughs> back, back, back in the best twice. Um. But real quick before we go to parting shots and shout outs, um uh just thanks to all the listeners who continue to listen. Um as always this podcast can be listened to on SoundCloud, YouTube, ah, YouTube, iTunes, you want iTunes, rate and subscribe, uh Google Play, send emails to Dojo Talk Podcast at Yahoo dot com, all that good stuff. Um and just give a quick shout out to some cities. Uh top cities within the last seven days. Uh we have listeners from uh, what is this? Charlestown, Indiana, uh, Queenstown, Maryland, Centerville, Maryland. Uh, we got we got two people holding it down in Mansoor, Egypt. I'm sorry, what? Um, no. <laughs> Shout out to Egypt. I dig it. I dig it. I, I feel bad for got, calling got, the country a one FC feeder league. 
<laughs> and now we just lost both of those listeners. <laughs> but we we got Egypt in the building, Seattle, Washington, Ashburn, Virginia, San Jose, California, Oakland, California, Kuwait, Houston, uh, and Ashburn, Virginia. So yeah, shout outs to to all of those cities um, who've been listening. Um, this this podcast grows by word of mouth. That's the best way. Uh, for us to get more listeners, so I mean, if you listen and you're, you're entertained, um, and you, you can sit through all of our ramblings and such, you know, share share with a friend, uh, and hopefully they'll they'll be entertained too. Oh, shout out to people in India. Uh, Super oh, friendly. Somebody in India. <laughs> right. <laughs> we have, we eventually we have to find time to go through right. every single Super Fight League card. Oh my god! Like, oh, maybe maybe we maybe we do it they live got, simulcast on like YouTube or something. They got like a. Three, I definitely want to do. A, I definitely want to do that. Oh yeah! I definitely want to do yeah, a simulcast. They, they just came back. They do. They do it like the fights in the gym and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like viciously brutal. Yes, <laughs> like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think. Uh Yeah. All right. One of these days. Yeah, we, we, I would love to do a simulcast. <laughs> that that would be awesome. We have to, have, to, have to figure this out. But shout outs to everybody listening, man. All these, all these cities. Just remember, you know, share with a friend. You know, spread the love. We we, we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, with that being said, uh, time for parting shots and shout outs. Um, actually, two of my shout outs I did during the episode. So, um, in the spirit of Black History Month, I will continue uh, my Black History shout outs until this month is over. <laughs> You know what, I might keep it going after that. Who cares? It's going to be Black History Year. But, anywho, uh, shout-outs to Daryl Bubba Wallace Jr. Um, he is a NASCAR driver um, who got second place in the Daytona 500. Um, I'm guessing that took place sometime this weekend. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but he, I believe, uh, for an African-American, that is the highest rank uh any of us have ever gotten in a NASCAR race. We're <laughs> so we're coming for that white okay. trash sport, man. Hey, we're about to take over. He he's kicking down the door and we're about to bring uh <clears throat> the rest of us are coming. I won't be there. I, but there'll be some I can't wait to uh, I can't <laughs> wait till all the NASCAR people just stop watching NASCAR because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the black and brown table. <laughs> <laughs> they just discard the whole sport. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised it hasn't happened yet, man. <laughs> no, it's not with, like, with like black car culture and everything, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We got we got to give it some years. But shout out to the Bubba Wallace Jr. Um, I, I didn't see the race, but I watched the video. He was uh, like crying during the post fight. <clears throat> I, I said post fight. There was, it was not a fight. <laughs> but the, like the the post conference after the race, you know, he, he had a moment with his. <laughs> what do you say? A fight against white society. Yeah, right. Fight against the, fight against prejudice, bro. There you exactly, go. There exactly. you go. <laughs> but, yeah, he had a moment with his mom. Uh, you know, they were crying because of his accomplishment. But that that's, that was awesome. So, um, you know, acknowledging. I want to for for my Black History shoutouts. I want to I want to acknowledge people who are still alive, who are still like doing things as of now, um, 
who I think will end up in history books later down the road. Um, and with that being said, my final shout out, um, shout outs to Ryan Coogler, man. Um, the gentleman who directed Black Panther. Like this dude is only like 31 years old and he's like three for three. Um, he, he had Fruit Valley Station, which was great. Depressing movie, but huh? They had he had that he had Creed, which uh, admittedly I have not watched, but I've heard good things about. Um, and then he just did Black Panther, which is breaking all kinds of records right now. So like to to be thirty one to be only thirty one years old, and to have like those three movies under your belt, and those movies be as successful like as they as they have been um like that's that's a really big accomplishment like this, this dude is and i've already heard rumors about them talking about uh a, a black panther sequel and then you know he'll definitely be on board for that so like, that seems like a no-brainer because black panther is probably going to end <laughs> yeah. up like with a billion dollars yep. yeah yeah so charles the cooler man like he at 31 man this this dude <clears throat> most a lot of like directors, they don't get that big break at that young of an age. Like, so he he's got a, a long <laughs> future uh, ahead of him, and and directing films and and all of that good stuff. And he's he's been knocking them out the park. So, um, shout out to, shout out to Ron Coogler, man. He, he he's he's definitely knocking down doors, and I I, I would only hope that you know. There'll, there'll be a lot of people, hopefully, that can follow behind him and, you know, bring 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 some more diversity to Hollywood. So, but sh- shout out shout outs to Ron Coogler and uh, Bubba Wallace Jr. And that is uh, all I got for my shout out. I had a couple lined up, but since, yeah, since you brought up Black History Month, I'm going to bring up um, <laughs> Devonte Smith Pelly. So I, I don't know if either one of you saw this, but um. During a hockey game, I want to say yesterday or the day before, um, Washington Capitals forward Devontae uh, Smith-Pelly, and yes, I'm reading that because I don't know what hockey positions are, was in the penalty box and was getting harassed by Chicago fans who were screaming basketball at him. Because you guessed... You guys have... Yeah, because you guessed that he's black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First, I was going to insult the insult. Because I'm trying to imagine, like, you're just in a hockey arena and you just hear a bunch of people chanting out basketball. <laughs> like, you guys need to step your insult game up. Like, that, that, that. <laughs> you got a bunch of losers. <laughs> but my, my shout-out is for, uh, for Pelly for not, like, going through the glass. Right. And just... And, and just Throwing and, hands. and just handling business with the stick, you feel me? Because that's what I would do. Because I have anger issues <laughs> and poor self control. <laughs> Same. Oh man! But hey, we're in hockey. We're in NASCAR. <laughs> it's going down, man. Once we get swimming, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> That I'm, you know what, you know what, I can't say I'm surprised that hasn't happened. I kind of am. Man, yeah, we got some long ass arms, man. Yeah, that's. What I feel like like <laughs> our our bodies are like built like that. That should be a sport we yeah, should. Yeah, I can't tell me Ray, uh, if the, if Rajon Rondo had grown up in a pool, he would have been a beast. 
Tim Duncan, like, he's from the Virgin Islands, but, like, isn't he, like, half black or something? Like, I think so. Yeah, he started off as a swimmer before he got into basketball. See, they, they, he done fucked up. He could have won, like, 20 gold medals. <clears throat> no, nah, he did right. He, he got my Spurs, like, five rings. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tim, I appreciate you, Tim Duncan. <laughs> oh, but, Tim Duncan uh, is, like, top ten. Just saying. Uh, well, um, well, I, I got a much more. I got two dour ones. If y'all want to hear them, all right, let's go. Uh, so I don't know um, if you guys heard, but Alexi Owenick's daughter. Mm. She was um, she was a student at the Parkland High School, I believe it was. That got shot up on Thursday. No. Oh. Yeah, th- uh, thankfully she made it out okay. But um, as many of you know, seventeen students did not. Um, so just sh- uh, not really a shout out, but thoughts and prayers with their family. Thoughts and uh, all the power to the students out there marching the street, showing up at like the NRA's uh, headquarters, just putting them on blast. Um, they're apparently supposed to meet with the president this week. That's gonna be hilarious. Um, Boy, that that is gonna be that's a, gonna be a ooh. shit show. <laughs> yeah, that is ooh boy, that is not gonna be good. I, I expect is. one of them to be arrested for throwing something at him. <laughs> um, but you know, just just something that was tangentially MMA related, and um. I I don't this I don't think this made the news over here, but there was a um, there was a big earthquake in Mexico uh, last Friday um, in Oaxaca. Um, I think it was like a seven point five on the scale and everything. So you know, <clears throat> just a little bit of that reality to hit y'all with before we leave. Let's end this on the proper note. Shout out to um, at John Jones on Twitter. <laughs> who, went, who went to his very first MMA event this weekend? Bellator 194. Oh, Love it. Oh man! Shout out, shout out to John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering why he was popping up a lot on my news. Dude, like props to him because this dude had to deal with all the racist, vile shit that fans <laughs> have tweeted to John Jones for the past like five, six years. <laughs> and he somehow, and yet he somehow came away with the idea that he wanted to be a fan of the sport. I, I want to say he been he binge watched Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz's fights last week. He was live tweeting about it. <laughs> oh man, funny guy. <laughs> Something he needs to he put him on the podcast. Oh yo, <laughs> yo, there, there we go. Wait, he did. He he also did MMA fighting, so he might be oh, too big for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Shout out, shout out to him, man. Yeah, he, he he takes all of the all of the comments that go his way that shouldn't go his way. He takes them all in stride. So, yeah. So shout out, shout out to him. I was wondering why he was popping up everywhere lately. <laughs> Any uh last shout out, Stokes? Uh yeah. Well, since you mentioned Fruitvale Station, like shout out to that movie and 
rest in peace to Oscar Grant. That shit happened like a couple hours away from me. Uh, still fighting the good fight for him. Um, shout out to Lonzo Ball. His album just dropped last week. Certified <laughs> <laughs> classic. Oh, I'm not rem- saying that. That reminds me. <laughs> that reminds me. Um, Joey came up with the idea. <clears throat> Mike, for you, I want uh, you have to review Macho Man Randy Savage's rap album. Uh, uh, be a man. You know what's, you know what's bad. I I. I I don't have a copy of it, but I know somebody who does, and I could probably get it by the end of the night. <laughs> I could probably have that sent to Bro, me. it's on, it's I on didn't Spotify. Need... I was bumping that shit. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that existed. You did? Oh, no. I remember when that came out, man. That was... <laughs> I want you to review that, and I want you to review John Cena's album. And I want Mom, you to tell me which one you think is better. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can sit. Uh, I don't know if I can sit through a Cena album. I can't see this one. You can't sit because <laughs> my. I feel like with Macho Man, I can get like a. I'll get it some chuckles. I'll get a, a good laugh. Cena, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna laugh at hey, all. I, it's, it's gonna hey, be. I, who who was the dude who helped him do it? Was it Idea <clears throat> or Elastic or what his name was? <laughs> Please don't, did Idea help him do that? Really? I, like he's friends with some Boston rapper who's like real like <laughs> The only Boston rapper I know is um Hoodie Allen. <laughs> guru. From Mike the Guru from Gangstar. No what? shut up. Don't lie to me. Jesus Christ. I want yeah, he's from Roxbury, Massachusetts. <laughs> Did not know that. You know who I found out used to rap back in the day? Again. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy? Yeah. He had um let me let me Google this to make sure I have the right person. He had a uh, he had one of <laughs> I don't want to lie on Tom Hardy. <laughs> was he like was was he with was he like with Marky Mark? Well, so this this was a um a tape that so he used to rap way, way this is way long ago. So this was something he recorded back in 1999. Um, what? Let me see. I'm trying to see what his name was. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ! I uh, found the article. Oh, Jesus! Oh, what happened? S. Oh, esoteric and bumpy knuckles. <laughs> that's what. Oh, they helped yes. Cena. Oh, that's that's not bad actually. <laughs> <laughs> Having esoteric help you, that's, that's, that's a name. That's, esoteric that's and Freddie Fox, boy. You know, that, that, All right, that, so the Tom Hardy... Like, uh, <laughs> so this is you guys' gym before we sign off. You, you guys can look this up. Uh, so Tom, the Tom Hardy tape, this came out in 1999. Uh, uh, the tape is called Falling on... All right, it's Falling on Your Ass, but you know how they say arse, like A-R-S-E? So... That's how it's spelt. <laughs> it's an unreleased collaboration uh, between. Uh, so Tommy's name was Tommy Number One, and he had a partner named DJ Eddie Too Tall, aka Ed Tracy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this tape is on Bandcamp. Actually, it's called um, 
It's under Eddie Too Tall. It's called The Hidden Mixtape. Uh, it's 10 tracks. Um, the article I'm on is spin.com. If I can remember, I'll put this tape in the description. I haven't, I didn't listen to it. Um, but for what I've heard, like, it actually isn't that bad. Like, it's, it's not a, a terrible tape. It's not as bad as you would think it would be. Um, so, shout out to Tom Hardy for dropping bars <laughs> in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, one more quick shout out to uh, Vince Murdoch and Anthony Avia from Team Alpha Male. a super fight week this weekend. Hey. Shout out to them. Good luck. Real, real competition. There we go. Guess that's more the reason why we have to review one of their <laughs> one of their cards. <laughs> oh man. But uh that's pretty much been it for today's episode. Um as always you guys can catch the podcast on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Send questions to Dodo Talk Podcast at Yahoo.com. And if you wanna harass me on Twitter, I am at Serial Sensei. And if you wanna check us out on Facebook, just Go to Facebook and type in Dodo Talk Podcast, and you can find us there also. Um, but yeah, that's about it. As, as always, anytime people are being punched and or kicked in the face, we'll be there to talk about it, and hopefully we we'll catch you guys soon. Peace.